Hey guys, it's Bill Mudrin. Uh, just dropping a note in right before we start the podcast commentary for The Empire Strikes Back proper. Uh, just want to preface this with a note saying that when you hear the R2-D2 sound, uh, that is your cue to hit play on your DVD or Apple TV or whatever it is that you're watching The Empire Strikes Back with. Uh, just to make clear, we are watching the original version of the movie, uh, so you might want to grab the despecialized edition or a VHS copy or your 2006 DVDs, and uh, yeah, uh, get ready for that. And uh, just to make clear who was part of this podcast, I just want to preface this with uh, the participants were me, Bill Mudron from BillMudron.com and BoydyHowdyPodcast.com, uh, Conley Pressler, uh, she can be found at Twitter uh, at the handle uh, ConleyDraws, uh, Bobby Roberts, uh, he's from the Full of Sith podcast. Uh, he writes for the Portland Mercury and can also be found on Twitter at Bobby Roberts PDX. Uh, Leland Radburn, uh, super cool dude. Bigger Star Trek fan than a Star Wars fan, but you know, we'll let that slide. Uh, he can be found on Twitter at Leland Radburn. Uh, Mike Russell, he is super cool dude, comics guy. Uh, he can be found at culturepulp.typepad.com and also at culture pulp on twitter and lastly but not leastly jimmy pressler at jimmy pgd on twitter and yeah here's the show okay uh i'm bill host of the podcast but well it's typically boy howdy but you know yeah that's Uh, yeah i'm conley i'm bobby i'm mike leland jimmy we're here to record a special uh, podcast commentary for The Empire Strikes Back. Mm-hmm. Uh, for people listening at home, we are watching the original version of The Empire Strikes Back. Mm-hmm. Uh, the good version. Yes, if you have a uh, the 2006 DVD, that mm-hmm. is located on your bonus disc. If you do not have the 2006 DVD, you might have uh, you might have it on VHS, in which case that'll work. If you don't have it on VHS, um, something called the Despecialized Editions, which is like the worst kept secret on the internet. Like, look, mm. Luc- Lucasfilm knows. Lucasfilm knows about it. They haven't tried to shut it down. So steal it. Steal it. <laughs> go ahead <laughs> to do that right yeah. now. You've bought the movie five times already. They know. They know. Just go ahead, Google it, and find your torrent site of choice. The links are up. Go ahead and click them, download it, and then be rewarded by Harmy's wonderful work. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Restoring the mm-hmm. uh, the movie to its theatrical version. Beautiful. So and with that's, that, that's what we'll be watching. Uh, I'm about to hit play. So people uh, watching at home, I am hitting play on my iPhone. Countdown. <laughs> Which how my iPhone has this version of the movie. We're not going to talk about too much. Yeah. Yeah. Doing, so. okay. And... That's also, yeah, you're going to be actually able to hear the movie as a play, so if you're trying mm-hmm. to sync up, this should not be too difficult. Nah. Also, you can just turn the sound down on your TV so you'll be able to hear some of the movie boom, with boom. us. Boom, boom. Oh, my God. Bum, There, there. Now you can cue it up. It's going to be kind of weird not having... Yeah, not, yeah, it's gonna be true. A weird. Well, you edited together a couple. Yeah, there's versions. gonna be there's gonna be a, a they've got to be. Yeah, th- I'm fairly certain they're gonna have John Williams do a new something or other to, for the Lucasfilm fanfare that will pop up. Yeah, even yeah. if it's just for the Lucasfilm logo or something. Yeah, that's like what they're that, gonna yeah. do. They'll do that. There won't um, be like a, oh Star Wars. Yeah. It's a good movie. It's, <laughs> ni- yeah, it's 1980 right now. Reagan is on uh. the way to. To the presidency, he hasn't quite secured it yet, but everyone is starting to think. Oh, that's that, right, because the election was later on that year. Yeah, like this this movie probably should have been a decent sign that the '80s were not going to go the way we wanted it to. 
That's actually a really good point because it's yeah. the fucking it, fascist conservative. A dark omen. Yeah, uh, and, and, and not to get all political in here. And but. episode five was a surprise for the audience. The movies hadn't been numbered yet. Um, they didn't put episode four on Star Wars until 1981 with a re-release. So when this popped up, a lot of people who weren't paying attention were like, "What? The what did I miss? What? <laughs> oh God! What happened to the four in between this one? Why are we here?" I um, think this makes sense though because of like how much time passes. It could sensibly be like the fifth one. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Coming in that way. What are you guys' personal experiences with this movie? Like, do you guys remember the first time you ever saw this? Do you want to go in order or something? Well, it doesn't matter. Like, whoever has got it. So, Leland, read, oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. Um, well, I'm. I don't know if I am. I am the youngest here, but but I, I never saw any of these in theater. Okay. Uh, first time I swear I saw Empire was when TBS was showing, uh, when they had the the rights to show oh, all these man. movies. And they had marathons constantly yeah. of the original trilogy, just constantly airing them in a row. They would have marathon, 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 and that's where I watched them. Um, and then the, uh, I think the first time I ever saw Jedi was on Laserdisc, so that was really weird. Good yeah. man. Um, and then I think I saw uh, this was the order. It was Empire, Jedi, then I saw New Hope. Oh, so wow. it, was, it was very confusing as a kid because they were all out of order. Well, um, so you had a good prequel. I had a good prequel, yeah. <laughs> I did. I, yeah, I ended it on New Hope, so my, it was really exciting. My parents always told me that the first movie they ever took me to when I was two years old was uh, was a double feature of Star Wars and Mary Poppins. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> but well, that I was explains only a lot. <laughs> I know, exactly. I got a thing for Star Wars, and I got a thing for English ladies uh, and for brunettes. Uh, yeah. um, but uh, the only, my first conscious memory was, it must have been soon after this movie came out. I remember I was like in kindergarten. I was five years old when this movie came out. Uh, somebody had brought a Han Solo Hoth gear action mm -hmm. figure to show and tell. And I remember thinking that was a cool little action figure. He had a gun and everything like that. And then I remember, like, someone must have seen the video on, on home video or something like that later. I think Jedi was the first one of these movies I saw in the theater. Yeah. But, like, yeah, that little toy. My, that was my gateway into Star Wars. Was wow. Hoth and Han Solo. Man, this shot with the Tauntaun, I still don't know. Because that looks like it's an actual, like, shot in it, Norway. Incredible. It's a yeah. beautiful piece of yeah. animation. Yeah. All this yeah. built tip awesome. animation. Um... You know what's funny about this is like not only were people surprised straight out the gate from the from the idea that this was episode five of anything, uh, but nobody knew what the fuck a Yoda was. Yeah. <laughs> like the, the the way that we are right now, sort of inundated with you know asking the question where who who is Luke? Where is Luke? What happened to Luke with yeah. the Force Awakens? That's what they were doing with Yoda hmm. in 1979-1980, and I think it was partially because they didn't want you know that that mystery like. There were a couple secrets. Obviously, the other secret being, uh, you know, I am your father. Yeah. Right. But but they locked down Yoda. You didn't. All anyone knew before the movie started was that there was a Muppet in it, and huh. people were sort of skeptical of it because I mean the Muppet Show was popular and people loved Kermit and Fozzie. Right? But the idea of introducing a Muppet into Star Wars, like people. It, it sort of goes to show that uh, fandom will almost always be conservative. It doesn't matter what time, uh, what era we're dealing with. Yeah. Like, people reading Starlog in 1979 were like, What? Kermit the Frog in Star Wars? What's this bullshit? Folded <laughs> yeah. their arms over yeah. there. Guys in Star well, I mean, Lucas Wars. was the first person to admit that, like, that was the biggest gamble of the whole movie because that, mm. that's the only other character on screen with Luke for, like, a whole third of the movie. Yeah. And it's yeah. a Muppet. If they can't work. get that working, it's mm -hmm. kind of like what he ran into with Jar Jar later, but Jar Jar didn't work, and that's what, what killed the Phantom Menace. But mm. Yoda did. But, yeah. There's a great interview with, um, uh, uh, oh, God. Who's in it? Um, the guy who directed uh, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo and all that. Oh, Fincher? Fincher, yeah. yeah. Fincher, and he's talking with, um, he's talking with, I think, Drew McQueenie, and he goes, 
you have to admire, they're talking about Lucas, and he goes, you have to admire Lucas and the sack on that guy at this time in his life. He took every, all the money he had made, pushed it across the table, and said, I'm betting all of it on uh-huh. a whole bunch of um, baking powder and a Muppet. Yeah. <laughs> well, his own personal money, too, because it's, 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 it's easy to forget that like this movie was funded with action figures and fucking uh, Star Wars bre- uh, 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 bed sheets because he uh, this, yeah he paid paid for this movie with his own dime mm-hmm. I mean that's how he kept the copyright and everything was like that he he didn't want to take any studio money so Fox distributed this money yeah. this movie but that well no he ended up having to go back to Fox and we can get into that as well the, as that the was movie the thing because they ran out of money mm-hmm. because yeah Be- because uh, the producer that he entrusted to to make sure the production stayed on he rails did, such a good job. did not do a very good job and that's partially because the director <laughs> that he hired uh, Irvin Kirshner uh, cared a lot more about about making sure the performances were in place yeah. uh, than the he did, yeah. you know, keeping to a schedule. And since Kurtz wasn't super inclined to keep Kirshner in line, and Kirshner wasn't at all inclined <laughs> to stick to the schedule if he wasn't getting what he I wanted. I do love Kirshner just saying, fuck it, no, I want to Yeah, do- well, I mean, and, and the thing about Kirsch is that, from what I understand, it's not like he was ever really mean-spirited or antagonistic no, about it. It's not he- like he was flying double birds in Lucas's direction yeah. at all times. He was just sort of like, well, I'm not getting the shot that I want, and this is... It's a Star Wars movie, so if I fuck this up, I'm costing George a lot of money. So, but the problem was, either way, he was costing George eight. Jimmy and I's Halloween costume. Oh Oh, yes, (laughs) that was brilliant. This is a. This is what I like. Oh yeah, Jimmy, you got the brain and everything too. Yeah, this is the Harrison Ford pointing scene. Oh man, so I remember reading an anecdote from Larry Kasdan where he was talking about how he brought he was brought in to work on the screenplay after Leigh Brackett died. And he was talking about George Lucas's original version of this, mm-hmm. where Hans' speech to Leia was this long extended thing about how, because I'm a space pirate, I like to take things that I like when other people don't care, so I will take a kiss from you, but you will give a kiss to me, but I will come oh, back. God. That was a total... Oh, nice. <laughs> I think even before like the special editions or the prequels came out, but it was talking about like what he did in terms of like like the snappy dialogue he contributed to the movie. Yeah. So one of the examples was how he paired that whole mm-hmm. Han giving this weird speech about how he's a space pirate and he's going to get a kiss from Princess Leia down to, you know, like, uh, no. use a good kiss. That's not <laughs> Just, it. Like, yeah. It's, yeah, it's like 12 fucking Please words. Yeah. Support That's what's so great about Kazdan interviews nowadays is well, like, no now. fucks are given. Yeah. He's just like, yep. he's like, yeah, I fixed that. Yeah. <laughs> that was wrong and I fixed it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, George told me a thing, and I was like, "Are you are you fucking crazy?" <laughs> so, and George was like, "Yes, I am, and it's mine." And so I was like, "Okay, I'll do what you want then, because you're paying me." Just, <laughs> and that's how Return of the Jedi was made. <laughs> what would have happened if Leia Brackett hadn't died? Because Luke it would have been weird. Lee Brackett would have ended up basically getting fired if she hadn't died. So? Oh, be- that, the first draft. I mean, of her- I know he junked most of the stuff in the first draft. Well, because the first draft of her script was just fucking weird. Yeah, like basically, uh, Empire Strikes Back would have been uh, closer in line to like David Lynch's Dune than it. Would have been well, that's the kind Empire of the stuff she back. wrote. I mean, that's the reason why he picked her is because she wrote, uh, she did a lot of Western screenplays, and she mm-hmm. also wrote a bunch of like science fiction. Books. Yeah, I mean, like on paper, it seems like it would make a ton of sense. Like she, here, here's a woman who knows hard-boiled dialogue, who yeah. knows how to keep things moving, who knows how to write. Uh, to quote Perry White, snappy, punchy prose. Yeah, she wrote the Big Sleep. Yes. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. And, One of and my she also movies. and she also had you know. Uh, Experience in sci-fi, so it seemed like it made sense. Yeah, and she then, had a and, in both realms. Yeah, yeah. and then he, and then he gave her some notes, and she went off and she wrote a screenplay, and she came back, and it was just so weird. Yeah, I remember Lucy. It, it, it was sort of like you know that thing in Katamari Damacy where the the girl is like the cosmos. I can feel the cosmos <laughs> and stars are flying through her translucent yeah, yeah. body. They're all Playmobil people. Yeah. That was the climax of Empire Strikes Back when she wrote it. Essentially, yeah, I don't know. Of Luke's vision in the cave was. Luke's floating in space, and the camera pulls out, and you realize that all of space is in the shape of Darth Vader, and so he's Luke starts dueling 
all of space shaped like oh, yeah. Darth Vader with lightsaber duel, even though Darth Vader's like literally and like it, George it Lucas said like this would have eaten half the budget just to do this one thing. We just need yeah. something simple. Of mm-hmm. course he and Larry Kasdan just came up later, oh Darth Vader just comes out of a cave. Yeah. And they <laughs> that's another that's yeah. another thing we should bring up, uh since it is nineteen eighty while we're watching this. Uh a good thing to keep in mind since we all sort of imagine these movies as having been sprung, wholly formed from the uh, the graying brain of George Lucas. Um, at this time, when this movie was conceived and executed, Luke and Leia were not related. Yep. Yeah. Nope. Absolutely not related. And they had only decided that Darth Vader was Luke's dad a year and a half prior, I believe. Mm-hmm. A year guys, and a half prior to shooting, I've they got decided. the timeline down here. I could yeah. write off a whole bunch of dry-ass notes, but... So what, okay, so what happened was Leia Brackett, she turned in her first draft of the screenplay uh, in February of 1978. Mm-hmm. That was a month after uh, Lucas Spielberg and Larry Kasdan did their first story meetings for Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. And so... A lot of magic um, in the air. Oh yeah, that's a, my one of my favorite things on the internet is that, or my one of my favorite little PDF finds of recent years is the whole story conference transcript of of Spielberg, Lucas, really and Kasdan. They're coming the whole damn movie of Raiders of the Lost Ark. You go back and they're actually coming out with bits that were up wound up being used in uh, Temple of Doom and stuff too. Mm-hmm. But so so uh, uh, yeah, Leia Brackett dies, and in between uh, Leia Brackett dying and uh, Kasdan coming back with the first draft of the Raider script, Lucas goes off by himself, mm-hmm. and he within like two or three months knocks out two entirely new drafts of the Empire Strikes Back script by himself, which are basically eighty percent what we're watching right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and also it's pointed out uh, there's a book called The Secret History of Star Wars, which is all about the writing of the Star Wars movies, and the guy sits down and he really sits down and breaks down the timeline of like. All the revisions to all the different scripts for all the original three trilogy movies. He actually even goes in the prequels later, but he does nail down. He thinks that like it's like beginning of February 1978. Lucas might have some because in Leigh Brackett's original script, uh, Anakin Skywalker was a different character. He shows up as a ghost, completely separate from uh, uh, Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the story conferences that Leigh Brackett and uh, Lucas always oh, uh, they, that they had. Yeah, it, Lucas was always like, "Oh yeah, Anakin's he's he had to come up with the D- idea." Darth Vader, Vader was not Luke's father until right. sometime so, in 1978. At which point, uh, Kasdan comes back, and one of the first things that uh, Lucas tells him before he sits down to do a draft is like, um, "Vader is his dad." And yeah. Kasdan's like, well, "Get the fuck out of town!" <laughs> so it's, and sometime between, yeah, when Leigh Brackett hands in her draft, and like six months later, when they're talking mm-hmm. about like Kasdan yeah. gets brought in, and so this guy nails him the fact that like Lucas knocked out two entire drafts of the screenplay, uh, which is extraordinarily fast for Lucas because. Star Wars, it took him almost nine months per draft yeah. for Star Wars, right? Mm-hmm. He he knocked out two drafts of Empire within two months of each other. So he's well, like, I think he must have had the brainstorm of yeah. making Vader the dad then, and that's when he suddenly had the most... Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that, that's, that's something to keep in mind, and so. something that I think makes Empire Strikes Back a little more uh, interesting to me. Um, because, yes, a lot of people want to watch these films in the context of the, the larger six-film and almost yeah. seven-film saga yeah. uh, as we're recording it. But I also like to watch them just as, you know, Phil, hey there, what's up, John Ratzenberger? Um, <laughs> like, what's up, John Ratzenberger? Yeah. There's a couple mustachioed motherfuckers around around this yeah, no, 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 he's got two mustaches, one above his eyebrows. And, and he, he's, <laughs> he's dubbed in this multiple times, too. Yeah, like he's yeah, dubbed yeah, over. Yeah. Is that like a bad recording? Or they just didn't like his voice? I, I can't even do his voice. <laughs> he didn't recognize his voice later. <laughs> a lot of people don't uh, know this, but the uh, shield doors are made <laughs> and uh, by the way, they must be close. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> ah, fuck you, Cliff. 
you know, so Socrates uh, created the X-Wing. Yeah. <laughs> but no, but I like to watch these movies just sort of as, as uh, documents of the time in which they were made. And so it sort of changes the tenor of this film to know that there is a love triangle still in place. And it's a legitimate love triangle. Yeah. It's not going to get blown up because Luke and Leia are related. Because at the time, everyone was making this. That wasn't even a fucking possibility. Yeah. Nope. Well, you don't have... Luke and Leia kiss in this movie if you know you go into this movie making it yeah. knowing that they had no idea like the only reason Luke and Leia end up getting uh, related is because when they sat down to, to break Return of the Jedi mm-hmm. um, they had thought that they were going to kill off Han and then Lucas yep. gets cold feet at the idea of killing off Han so we're like well we how do we solve the love triangle now because we were just going to go ahead and kick Han out of the way, and that allows Luke to to, to get the girl. Yeah. Um, and then he's like, oh, no, well, uh, there's the, he's she's the other now. She's the other. Yeah. When they write the line, no, there is another, they weren't talking about Leia. Mm-hmm. There was going to be a completely separate character introduced well, it sounds in like a later Lucas, film. When Lucas went, well, the other thing to remember, too, is when Lucas went into Empire, he was still talking about how I might make nine, maybe yeah. 12 Star yep. Wars oh, movies. No, yeah, they were just leaving story hooks. I mean, a lot of people get all angry about that because, of, well, you... He's making it up as he goes along. He's like, oh, like, you know, 95% of all fiction ever right. written. Like, yeah, making it up yeah, as yeah. you go along and is that's not... That's how you every movie make a sequel. story. You <laughs> make it up as that. you go along. Yeah, so <laughs> he, was, he was leaving story hooks, and he decided to sort of yeah. uh, basically bend that story hook in on itself and well, turn it into a loop when he came, when he, he came around. He had such a hard time job. on this movie. This movie cost him so much money, and it was yeah. such a blow to his divorce how much more time he had to put into this movie than he originally... Because the whole point of Empire was he thought he could sit back, mm-hmm. hire, hire a writer, Lay a bracket um, and a director, and they could just. The scene with the tauntauns. Sorry yeah. to interrupt. No, no, that's fine. The first that's time, commentary. The yeah. first time I watched it, my parents wouldn't let me look when he cuts it open. Oh yeah. So for years afterwards, I was afraid because I thought it was some sort of horrible, go- like it was kind of gross. Where he just like cuts <laughs> it open. It's like alien like, injured I was milk contestants. Terrified it's still to watch for years more, until more like... finally, like when I was much older, watching like, oh, that's oh, no, no, that's like a split second. It's just stupid parents of spaghetti coming out of a pump. Right, exactly. It's not even spaghetti. It's like overcooked hamburger healthy. I love PG in the 80s, though. If this movie were coming out you now, you'd know Han Solo with a lightsaber would be like a centerpiece image in the teaser trailer. Right. Oh, my God. The the thing I love is that I love what I love about the movie so far is how... By the way, talking about the the obvious conclusions that seem obvious about Leia and all those being the other and all that, Uh I'm reminded of something John Williams said when he was talking about composing the Raiders of the Lost Ark theme, which is very simple. You know, he goes, he goes, he said a lot of times the most thing that seems obvious... And the most uh, deliberate actually was uh, the product of an extremely long process, mm-hmm. and and so these things that feel like these really obvious conclusions for the saga were all come at through these processes yeah. that Lucas was, was very transparent about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the God, the the look of this film is is still the most beautiful Star Wars yeah. film, yeah. easily. Oh, yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, director of cinematography is Peter Shushitsky, who a lot of people yeah, know. Yeah. He works with Cronenberg. A lot. Oh, wow. He works with Cronenberg. So basically, you got Cronenberg's DP working on a Star Wars film, uh, which seems weird now because we have a conception in our minds of what Star Wars needs to be. But back in 1980, like was, you know, they, yeah, they threw the Irvin Kershner at the oh, film. That's you know? what I mean. He was the cinematographer in Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah, which oh, I just watched cool. that for the first time forever just a month ago for Halloween. I was like, really? It's it's, it's yeah. That no. Um, have you ever seen? Oh, he did Crawl right after this. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that poor guy. Have you ever seen on Norwegian on, on the internet? You can actually find. Uh, I guess I guess a Norwegian TV must have done this. Mm-hmm. They show. Uh, they just show long train rides. Yeah. And so there's like a train ride through this part of the world that is sort of beautiful to watch. It's oh. like an hours of just driving through Hoth mm-hmm. on a train track. Oh, that's, that's awesome. Cool. My um, 
like great grandparents came from Norway, so I've always kind of wanted to go visit. So if we ever go to Norway, we'll have to, to take it. the train yeah. ride yeah. through Hawk. Find that yeah. one hotel to, they stayed at. Yeah. We're gonna have to build our tauntaun suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And make some I walkers love, out yeah. there. The one anecdote Mark Hamill loves to tell about how it got so snowy that like they could film like a bunch of his like just stomping around in the snow by himself, just like right outside the front door. The yeah. camera guy's like inside the front door, and they yeah. can just shoot right out. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. pretty yeah. great. Actually, a deleted scene uh, that precedes what we're watching right now with the last two you owe me, Junior. Boom, there's the fingers. Um, there's a deleted scene. You know where these fingers are going up next? What are you looking at? <laughs> oh, <laughs> the, the deleted scene uh, deals with I'll Leia being in the room, <laughs> being in the room uh, alone with Luke, and the back and forth is actually really fucking good. Like, mm. this is the best Leia. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. It's yeah. not even a fucking question. No. This is best Leia. Um, and and she she starts to be sort of soft with Luke. Uh, and then Luke says something about, you know, maybe bailing out or, you know, going off to learn how to be a Jedi. I don't I remember, remember exactly. ever seeing this. I don't, yeah, yeah it, it only just recently surfaced on the okay. internet. It might have been on the uh, the Blu-ray set. But yeah, I don't actually, probably. Off yeah, top of my head. Yeah. But who's scruffy looking? Yeah, this is also yeah. best Han Solo. This, but anyway. this, this commentary is just going to be me watching the movie and going, mm, mm-hmm. Han Solo, yep, he looks really good yeah. here. Oh yeah, this and here comes the kiss, really which is now. Good. Yeah, good. yeah, this is it. This proves. Yeah. But to mit- to mitigate, and I think Mike was just about to say this. To mitigate, like this is a fuck you. She doesn't give a shit about yeah. really kissing no, Luke here, yeah. although she was about to in one deleted scene. Right and the, and, and, yeah. and the conversation that she has with Luke beforehand, she gets pissed at him because he wants to bail. Oh, out. that's right. Because yeah. she does say like everyone's leaving me. She, she's yeah. upset because like they're, they're both like, it, it talking gives, about heading yeah. off. Yeah, it gives it gives her some more emotional beats to play with, and they're really interesting emotional beats. Now I know yeah. later she came to uh, resent the fact that she seemed like she was always angry in this movie but I love the way she plays angry. She should I be angry. Yeah. Yeah. When I was a kid and like watched these like I loved Leia and then mm-hmm. when I watched Return of the Jedi I was like what? Why? Yeah, what, what happened? happened? You had this giant what towers like as a kid I was like Leia got all like wussy. Yeah, yeah supposedly she was the one pushing for her. like I want to see yeah. more I cry and I want to like something that shows yeah. off Leia yeah. has some kind of feminine sexuality that led to the slave see, Leia and led to the... Well, and it, the, the problem there is that she asked for uh, more emotional range and then it started hitting a period of her life where she couldn't actually provide that emotional range. Yeah. And the emotional range that she was asking for uh, is not at all George Lucas's strong suit. Yeah. So she went to the wrong person to ask for the wrong thing, and then the she delivered. Yeah, yeah, and then she delivered something that was beneath her yeah. her abilities. That at the Luke time. and Leia scene in Jedi is probably the worst. Oh scene God, it is. It is fucking terrible. Yeah. It may be the worst acting scene in the entire original. But trilogy. we're not watching that. But no, we're not. No. What? Exist you? Yeah. Hey, you guys want to drink some tab? (laughs) My favorite comic artist, Paul Pope, has a great bit of fan art that he drew that's just Han and Chewie dragging that robot back to the base. (laughs) It's like like, kind of put upon. One of the things that I remember is, so we were talking about when we first saw it. I saw it in the theaters when it came out. I was 10. I saw it at the Westgate three times. And I remember that all that that scene where Han goes laughing up Fuzzball and all that banter. Since we didn't have all this, we all laugh now sort of ironically or yeah. met at the instance, but that then that scene killed with an oh, audience because sure. it was exactly the banner from the first film that people crave. That's yeah. it it's hard to like look at these movies like with a fresh take because yeah, it's it's, really so, right now it's like it's like, it's like going to church. Mm-hmm. Like, like okay, now mm-hmm. it's the sacred text where he says, laugh it up, Fuzzball. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the shot we just saw was their attempt at sort of drawing yeah. you into the same sort of awe uh, that, that came with the opening shot sure. of Star Wars. Yeah. Like, oh, Oh, that's a shadow. 
<laughs> what the fuck is casting that shadow? And then you see Vader. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, oh, it's about to... Like, Vader is scary as shit in this movie. Oh, yes. everyone cowers. Like, this Terrifying. this shot coming up, uh, how all the underlings look out, up at him from, yeah. the, from the computers, is just... They're all terrible. But he doesn't yeah. yell in this movie. I kind of like oh. the original Star Wars Vader because he's so he's just, like, cranky. Yeah. He's so cranky. Whether you can see his eyeballs through <laughs> all the mask <laughs> like, oh, like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's a monster in this, oh, which which is cool. Like this, good. this movie is such a synthesis of so many different styles. Like everyone knows that it's the sad one, yeah. right? Which you can't really argue with. This is this is the sad one, but it is also the scary one. Yep. This mm-hmm. has like four or five legitimate scary scenes that would not be out of place in a horror film Fucking at any up, point. Man. And it's yeah. also it's also the funniest one, yes. easily yeah. the funniest Star Wars movie. And nobody ever really thinks of it that way. Yeah. No one thinks of it as containing like the most and best one-liners and yeah. just you know the well, the most uh, comedic yeah. sort of. And there's a lot of like Blue just screen. little things that Kasdan threw in where he gave uh, people opportunity to improvise and just like coming up with like little bits of just like like uh, like R two getting up on his tippy toes and looking at Dagobah into, yeah. into Yoda's yeah. house. Like they, they're, they're taking. Just time out right yeah. now to throw this gag in. <laughs> the, the ship isn't working yet. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's going to play it's, in. It's funny, but it's also important to the rest of the story. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's the, yeah, the, the, yeah. That's my favorite thing yeah. in this movie is that Han's ship never works. Yes. Yeah, it never yeah, yeah. works. I love that it's a piece it's of great. garbage. It's the only yeah. thing that they have to get him around. It's great. Yeah. Well, because yeah. I mentioned it in Star Wars, like, what a piece of junk. And then the ship almost nonstop performs. Yeah. Like, right. it never it never once really fit. And this one, it is always just shitting the bed. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a real hot rod. It is a hot rod. In I that just respect. love, like, yeah. just the set, like, how, just the, 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 the guts of the what you see in the inside of the Falcon there and everything. Just the set design on this movie is yeah. just fucking fantastic. Yeah, it's and awesome. And but yeah, that's the thing with this movie. It's got the widest emotional range. And it's also the prettiest, so you can find those two. It's a great moment where they don't it's... say anything, and then just yeah, this little... last time they see each Thanks. other for a movie and a half. Yeah, but yeah, I, I do. I would feel very blessed to have the immediacy yeah, of having seen fucking... it in the first run, and I remember, like, I, I remember actually have a very vivid memory of going out for like popcorn or something and hearing people laughing, like that burst of laughter out of the auditorium every time Han Solo said anything. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see how this movie informs the Force Awakens. Yeah. Oh, Han it and, does. Han and Luke stuff. It absolutely where... does. I believe what you're going to end up seeing is the, the same sort of uh, back and forth and camaraderie that you get with Han and Luke. That sort of brotherly, I like you, but I can't actually tell you that I yeah. like you. Yeah. You know, that, that sort of well, they're kind of friends, but they're not best bros either. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's that so cool. Yeah, that uh, you know, that no little surprise. that little brother, big brother bullshit that you do, where you sort of have to yeah. front, and the fronting becomes the way that you emotionally that's the connect with somebody. Yeah. Like, I think you're going to see that with uh, with Finn, Finn and Han and Finn and Poe, and I think that's, I mean. Kasdan has straight up admitted in that I don't really give a fuck interview that you were citing earlier where yeah. he's just like yeah I'll just tell you whatever pops into my brain right now because I'm old and what is anybody going to do to me and oh, I, here comes a here comes one of my favorite sound effects in this, in this movie the scream the scream oh yeah the little yeah but no uh, Kasdan uh, straight out said like the uh, <laughs> What's going on? I like that Luke is, I like that Vader like had to watch him die on TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's doing it right now. He knows. He's like, no, I'm gonna watch you. By the way, yeah, that, that cool. guy on the right, Admiral Piet, yeah. one of the funny things is he turns up in Return of the Jedi in a few scenes and what's funny is he looks so much like they they keep that actor kept going with how frightened and scared he is uh-huh. and he just looks like a wreck in no, the yeah. no, he's, he's essentially like uh-huh. Ted from Scrubs yeah, yeah, yeah. Essentially. <laughs> like he's he, he's predating Ted from Scrubs yeah. fuck, uh, the, fuck the one guy who's like two stars oh, this I guess that Star guy. Destroyer that is a terrible line he's giving a to Princess Leia like, well I mean and she plants, you she hated having to spit this is like maybe the yeah. First, yeah, you can tell. exposition. Yeah, like she, it is, it is exhausting oh, her. 
Okay, everybody. Get me the fuck out of this scene. Where do I go? <laughs> what do they know my name? Yeah. Where am I gonna go? She's got a pack of smokes and a beer waiting for her. It's like this is the sixth <sighs> take of me spitting this garbage. So funny thing, I think that this was originally. This is also a great example of the restraint and intelligence this film has. This scene was originally scored, like on the soundtrack albums. Yeah. You can actually uh, listen to the uh, score for this uh, scene. Well, the score drops out uh, when they cut to the walker, so it's just uh, the sound. Uh, of the, yeah. But making yeah. it quiet while they're looking into the distance yeah. for that yeah, stuff it's like, is oh, so much more shit. effective. Yeah, yeah. yeah. totally. Which I'll first catch of the day. day. <laughs> <laughs> on frosted three PO. Those things freak me out for some reason. The I frosted three PO, like the off-color three PO's, bothered me. Yeah, because it's weird. Because it's like, what if they had Princess Leia in the background, just painted silver for no reason? But yeah, no, she's the one that just said Ion control fire or whatever. That, that was always like, there's a weird Leia doppelganger in the room uh, with Leia. Yeah. Are they allowed? Think about this, eh? Oh, is she duh? Is that, is that? No, but it, it just, I always confuse the two because they look very similar and they have sort of the same vocal tone. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Speaking of vocal tone, I believe Mark, is Mark Hamill speaking over the, the PA right I've, now? I've heard, I like, think. supposedly that's supposed to be like Isn't it yeah. Imperial troops have been at the base? Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. I, think, I think that's what it is. Something along those lines. Oh, one of those guy. two. So much trivia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, but no, uh, Kasdan and, and Abrams have said they're absolutely trying to basically synthesize the feel of uh, Star Wars and Empire. Yeah, mm -hmm. perfect. And, and those are the two. Those are the only two they're really oh, sort of using as a measuring stick. Well, I mean, the trailer had Han Solo's, like, specifically Empire Strikes Back. Uh, well, the other thing I hope that they synthesize, and that's one thing I love about this movie also, is that it moves so fast. Like, there are whole scenes that are a minute long. The wipes are constantly coming. The movie does not waste a second nope. more time on it than anything. Like Dak, like uh, when the back yeah. when he just said, I feel like I'd take on the whole Empire myself. They don't like belabor the fact that he's like a young Callow. He's basically Luke three yeah. years ago. Yeah. Uh, and he's about to get killed. But yeah. they just like, they, they're really good at sketching whole, suggesting whole big universes yeah. and characters with one line of dialogue. Well, and I also like how this big fight, I mean, this is risky in and of itself because this is the only action sequence really that you get. Yeah. I mean, there's going to be an asteroid field chase and that's amazing to watch. But this is the battle. This is the only Star Wars. Like in every other movie. In every other movie up to this point, this is what you build to. Yes. This is the climax in the seventh reel. And they've decided that in the second reel, after he got, you know, his ass whooped by a snow monster <laughs> and, and floated around in like a, a, a giant vodka bottle in puffy underwear. Yeah, those underwear are so puffy. Yeah, they spend 15, 20 minutes doing all that and then immediately hit you with every other movie's oh, climax. Man. I love yeah. all the yep. mech yeah, bits you can great. see moving on the Adat Walker yep. puppets. Like, yeah, it's, it's actually got moving mechanics yeah, built in the arms and legs. So, question about the operation of the Adat. <laughs> is there just someone on the left and someone on the right moving the legs back and forth and they have to do teamwork, like the left legs? There's two right. pilots, it makes sense. Yeah. Like, unless yeah, one's yeah. a pilot and the other one's the gunner. Yeah. I don't know. I assume yeah. that one's a pilot. No, yeah. yeah. Ideally, they should have one the guy drift. on his hands and knees. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. It's yeah. the drift. They hook into their little suits. And they yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're all, they're all yeah. working out their childhoods yeah. inside yeah. those yeah. virtual reality suits. The other... So does that get shot by the... Or is it the gun explodes? Because he does say there's a malfunction of fire control. I never quite understood how Dak goes out there, or if they're shot by friendly fire or what. But, but um, there are so many ways in which this movie subverts expectation for being a big Hollywood entertainment. For example, the first shot, you know, Lucas just makes no effort to top the amazing opening shot of New Hope. Yeah, like at all. yeah. He's like, yeah. we're just going to film the most pedestrian shot of a Star Wars. Yeah. Well, in the original script, it was supposed to be like, like the, 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 the title crawl was supposed to be over like a flying like snow uh, landscape. Uh, so there wasn't even going to be a space.
space thing at the beginning. Anyway, yeah, go ahead. But, but the other thing is that it, it does, like you said, it put, it actually completely inverts the structure of the other film. It goes from big to small. Yeah. And um, and also, it has an, an unresolved ending. And this guy was basically betting the farm that the unresolved ending was going to play with audiences yeah. and would come back three years after that. Well, I also like that things just sort of you don't get a lot of build-up to stuff. Like, stuff in this movie just happens. Yeah. Like, this fight just started. There was no, you know, big piano cue that, that crescendoed up to a ringing-out note, and that's when you knew everything was yes. on. It's just, yeah. they cut, they cut again, they cut back, and suddenly these giant elephants are firing. Yeah. And, and, like, there's no warning. There's no, It's just cut back, cut back, and then yeah. things start blowing up. Yeah, and, and you're into it. I mean, and that happens later, like, when the, the lightsaber fight starts. They just go. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, it creates a sense of what they're doing, and this doesn't always yeah, work in movies, but it creates that sense of being dropped into a universe without yeah. explanations. Yeah. Uh, sometimes that can seem that can just be bad filmmaking, but here it seems deliberate and controlled. Yeah. Well, you're in a world where nothing yeah. is supposed to be explained to you, but it still makes sense in terms mm. of context how you're seeing it play out. God, that shot is great. No, no, yeah. Nobody ever questions the world that they're in. That's a that's a that's a big bonus. Yeah, to this. yeah it all works. I was just noticing just like the nice little touch of this newspaper, like the little break panel coming up, so it actually turns. There's a little bit of like aerodynamic uh, physicality. That, shot, that yeah. first shot when they're going into battle and they're rushing towards the walkers and they're just they're just bobbing. Here. It's great. Yeah. That one goes there, <laughs> right? By the way, as, although it is not the greatest filmmaking ever, the ten minutes of Han, from Han Solo going uh, this goes there, that goes there to the end of the asteroid chase is probably my favorite ten minutes of this movies. Right here, yeah, oh, yeah, I can just choose a pure childlike enjoyment. The, yeah. the uh, fucking yeah. this is when the uh, the walkers start getting nightmarish. Well, maybe not right here, but like in the night when like they kind of wrap up the whole imperial walker thing, where mm -hmm. like it really you just that's really the other thing. Yeah, getting their like, asses kicked for real. Like, yeah, it's not like, just, they win. They yeah. win this fight. Yeah. yeah, like a lot of people talk about how stormtroopers are jokes, and and, yep, and people. I'm here. People are having a, a hard time with the idea that stormtroopers can whoop ass in The Force Awakens. Um, I mean, uh, everything, no, no, every, no, yeah. No. And because they're going back to Star Wars and Empire, you've got you've got stormtroopers who are, you know, viable, yeah. who who can fuck you up and will fuck you up. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously they're going to still be cannon fodder because plot armor uh, you know, yeah. determines right. that. Right. Yeah. But you. Nice These guys don't. Nice, sorry, real quick. Nice yeah. detail. He's got a little bit of blood caked yeah. on him. Yeah, like, like he's yeah. taking some damage. Yeah, something happened. Yeah. Oh, and they're knocking. Like in the background, they're knocking. They're knocking snow speeders up. There's another one that just in the background oh. just flies oh, off. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like Star Wars. Like Luke is so lucky to pull off what he does and survive that. Like he gets his fucking. Yeah. He just gets shot out of the sky just like yeah. anyone else. Yeah, and all they really yeah. do is piss off the Empire. Now they're, yeah. they're they think they brought they brought their best. They're heavy guns. They're ready to fucking kill the rebels. They yeah. Sorry, but I, I cut you off. You're no, that's all right. All right. That's okay. I know it's just constant flowing thought for this movie. We've oh, seen sure. it so many times, oh, and we're like, "Oh, but this scene." The world would probably be a better place if more people cut me off. <laughs> Honestly, we're, we're very glad you could join yeah. us. Actually, yeah. we're very pleased. Right. Uh, this is going to be the shot right here where uh, Hamill sprained his thumb right there. Yeah. Oh, the... I didn't know that. Supposedly th uh, sprained his thumb, he couldn't like uh, shoot for like two or three weeks, which oh. fucked up because he was supposed to be lightsaber practicing oh, for the duel and he couldn't do that. This, this is really is the 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 Harrison Ford got all his cliches in place in this. His physical. Yeah. Life cliches like like the way he's sort of awkward when he's ducking things yeah. and running oh, funny and I doing the finger it. acting. <laughs> he's, he's doing all of his cool hair support. I love shit. how Solo. This is great. Just the thing like Solo goes out of his way to make sure the prince is okay, despite the fact that like <laughs> if he's he should be just getting on the Falcon, getting the hell out of yeah. there. Yeah. I mean, it does love he gets some. I also love up. that she has no time for his shit. Yeah, yeah. like he rolls he, he rolls up and she's like, "Why are you still here?" <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love yeah. that little shot of three people. <laughs> 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 like, yeah, we're doing 
is like, I remember as a kid thinking, oh man, life could be fucked up sometimes. Well, and I think, I think, uh, this shot right here with the other, oh man, that's nightmarish, yeah. My favorite shot is the one where one of them just casually picks off a, as well as doing something else, it pauses to knock a snowspeeder out of the sky. Yeah. I love that. They're, they're shooting for fun, not to win yeah. anymore. Yeah. yeah, it's they. Yeah. What? Now, <laughs> is this the uh, is this the tow cable from the actual snow speeder? I guess that he he's takes taken? it off. Yeah, because okay, that makes run, a lot of sense. He reaches back in and grabs something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, maybe they've just got that equipment. I don't know yeah. what's going on. You're not supposed yeah. to. You're not supposed to yeah, ask yeah, too much. You don't, you don't need to really question. Doesn't matter. matter. Which is again one of one of the one of the tenets that that Kazan was talking about in that interview. He's like, it needs to be fast, it needs to be fun, yeah. and it needs to make sure that you don't ask too many questions about mm-hmm. it. Exactly. So if, 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 if I'm going fast enough, you don't care what the fuck that was or where he got it from. You're well, just like, oh, that's, thing. Yeah. that's a thing he's going to have to shoot at that thing's stomach, oh, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mike, Mike, here comes the shot coming. Yeah. 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 This is where it gets cruel. Yeah. They're just, yeah. They're just they're picking you off. Yeah. Hey, this, this is, is battlefront. I'll blow up the shield, yeah, but hold yeah. on real quick while I do this. And then real explosion comes Boom! Fuck it, By the way, my ex-girlfriend in my 20s, actually, that guy running the edit, General Beers, was her acting teacher. Yeah, she went off to take a summer Julian and Julian Glover was her teacher. I sent her a trading card uh, to get signed. Yeah, and there's, there's a sign from the deleted scene where the Wampas come through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah that great Harrison Ford bod, the, the whole clumsy Harrison Ford thing. <laughs> yeah, he got cast as Indiana Jones off or out for this film was how he got considered. And you can see all the physicality yeah. that, that led to Which that. is funny because he hates... Han Solo so much, but he does such a good job playing. That it. may not be true anymore. I don't I, think he, so. He was super not chipper anymore. in that new Amaze fucking video they just came out with. I have never seen him have that much fun with fans. It's because ever. he got what he wanted. He gives a shit. Yeah, yeah. exactly. He got what he he, yeah. he didn't seem to be having any fun on Return of the Jedi because he didn't get what he fucking wanted. Yep. Yeah. He comes into Force Awakens, JJ's there, Lawrence is there, he's like, you know what I want. And they're like, we're gonna give you what you want. He's I like, want, I'm I'm in there. I want Let's do this. this. I want oh, here, here we go. another great movie. I want Typical. Come on. Come on. Come on. And then, by the way, they're just ditching him. Yeah. 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 That's probably just a bit of Kasdan, just like, like a little bit of you know. People always forget that one of the subplots in all this is Hans' utter contempt for three PO. He just treats. He he just really doesn't think of him as a person. He thinks of his machinery. Uh, Okay. This effort to help him. That's a nightmare coming at you right there. I love love the way it got lit too, because you see him coming through the hall, and then as he gets closer, he becomes this nightmarish. Shadow. Yeah. You think if he just jogged a bit, he could have caught him though. Doesn't have to run. He doesn't need to. Doesn't have that, to run. It's that slasher sort of thing. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, J- Jason learned some shit from Darth Vader. <laughs> yep, definitely. <laughs> Yes. Yes. See, they just. This is specifically a little bit of Cassie. Yeah. 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 I remember that getting a huge laugh. It's stuff like that that slowed the production down because Kasdan would come up like, okay, well, can we make it so that he hits like the lights turn off and he has a hit? You know, like there was extra extra engineering that had to go into making that gag work, or like. Yeah. R2 getting up on his pointy toes to like look into the... Like, yeah, no, Kir- Kirshner had a lot of really cool ideas to sort of add uh, humanity to the exactly. characters. And Stuff that wasn't of. in the script. And, and what's cool is that like Lucas had the eye, and he knew that Kirshner would be great at doing that. But on the other hand, you look at Kirshner's filmography, and I love to draw this comparison. Oof, like, yeah. if, if the internet... Uh, had existed, and we had all become sort of the uh, the film dilettantes that we all are, like the 30, 40, 50 million of us that consistently visit movie blogs and talk on Reddit and bullshit with each other on Twitter. Um, if we had gotten the news that the director of the most successful film of all time had chosen to direct the sequel to this film, 
uh, a guy who made like Return to Return Slavery. of a Man Called Horse. Yeah, you know the so. eyes of Laura Mars. Yeah, that's what you got. <laughs> People would have shit in their pants. That's like we got yep. the guy who did yeah, the notebook to direct episode nine. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and, but it ends up being of absolutely the right call. And I think it's because so many people uh, get used to the idea that you need to have experience in a genre in order to successfully direct a film in yeah. that genre. And I, I don't think that's conventional wisdom. I don't know why that's conventional wisdom. Yeah. Like making a movie is super hard. And if you can make any kind of movie successfully, I think you have the skills to sort of apply uh, a new perspective. That's, that's what makes genre so wonderful to work in, is that you can bend it and twist it and make it's it fit well, uh, yeah. a, a unique vision. There we go. Asteroid Field has begun. Uh. <laughs> the guy who directed Eyes of Laura Mars directed possibly the single best action sequence Ever. in a Star right. Wars yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah, also, yeah. in my opinion, the single greatest John Williams film composition. <laughs> My favorite John Williams it piece. It informs you every note, like and what to feel. It's they just... spent the money to film this on location. <laughs> I, I am curious. I am actually curious because they got new Man, stuff. When the Takate <laughs> dumps out, like almost like falls out of the movie, that mm -hmm. makes that scene for me. Yeah. Oh my. Also, anyway. this is a movie. This is an action yeah. sequence with special effects visual gags. Yeah. Like yeah. he basically almost made all the ships run into each other, and it yeah. plays. Yeah. The uh, but one thing I yeah I, I, I actually wondered that kind of that da na 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 I wonder if they're gonna reuse it in this new movie as like the Falcon theme motif yeah I mean, nice. Falcon does not have a theme Han Solo still Han does Solo not does have not, a theme somebody suggested like there's some kind of the original Star Wars theme that if you cut out it can kind of be Han Solo's theme even though it never really gets nah, repeated bro. but yeah yeah Han doesn't have a theme it's no. Han and the princess yeah, yeah. yeah. Han Solo and the princess but that's considered just like that's that's the love theme yeah, yeah. it's not it's Han's theme it's the theme yeah it's them together but no yeah. Yeah, the asteroid field is. This is the Look pinnacle of John Williams right shitty here. Look at that I just get a bunch of PVC pipe and just throw goo all over. Yeah. I think like I think I would agree with you that the asteroid field one is the best, mm -hmm. but Hansel and the Princess is still my favorite. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, that's, yeah. that's part of the reason that Force yeah. Awakens trailer worked as well as it did. Yeah. It wasn't just the visuals. It wasn't just the fact we were watching the Falcon <laughs> do things. Yeah. Chewy. <laughs> it wasn't just that we were watching oh, the Falcon sound. do things that we hadn't seen yeah, since this movie. And and in get up here. You know that uh, that Tatooine scene is obviously echoing the asteroid field, the way the, the yeah. Falcon is moving. Uh, but the emotion oh, no. hits when you realize what music you're hearing. Mm -hmm. That's why that trailer works as well as it does Just because it's it's power. anchored around. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Yeah. I never noticed yeah. that ch uh, there was a shot there. I never noticed that three goes hanging onto a little strap. Is he? Yeah. On the, he's looking like a. Oh like yeah, a, no, he is yeah. like yeah. It's like he's on the bus. He's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Also, like, you never see how Han controls this thing. It's all just the faces, like, yeah. Yep. That's oh. all you need, Bill. In the best way, kind of. Yep. Yeah. I can just feel ILM employees just dropping like flies yeah. off yeah. this place. Just like, oh. Oh. So what I love about this piece of music is that um, while it's perfectly... <laughs> perfectly married... <laughs> to the, it should be a little screen in the next special edition. <laughs> To the, well, it's perfectly married to the to the visual effects. Like, if you yeah. put this on for someone who has never heard of Star Wars, and you ask them what you thought was happening while this music was playing, they would stick their arms out and make vrooming noises yeah. and pew pew sounds. There's no way you can not you can't hear this music and not think, oh yeah, some some shit in space is popping well, off right now. It's great roller coaster music. Yeah. Yeah. Like Any time uh, when I was working yeah. uh, when I was working Be uh, Best Buy, 
and you know all the prequel movies were out and they were like you know shoving them down our throats and everyone was thinking Star Wars I would hum on Black Friday's this theme yeah. as, I, as I worked my way through yeah, shopping yeah, carts yeah. avoiding this <laughs> a few dodgy effects in the movie coming up here the explosion oh, the, the, the tracking yeah, yeah this just looks a little, looks a little, like, it looks a little yeah. it's just a, it, it floats there a little bit but that shot coming out of the crater oh it's man that's crazy. Crazy. It's beautiful. I also I love in this little... sequence that Han always almost has the ship hit a piece of rock just for fun seemingly like yeah. every time he banks he like almost hits something yeah. and it feels like he's, he's doing it on purpose to fuck around yeah he's showing off this loop not needed but it's just fantastic it's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah. And two Millennium Falcons. You I like that he turns on headlights. Yeah. 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 It's got headlights. Yeah. <laughs> it's a hot rod in space. Again, like we're we're watching this now, knowing that the Force Awakens is about to drop, but not having actually seen it. And you, yeah. and you can see, like, just from the mm -hmm. six minutes of footage that they showed us across all these uh, trailers and TV spots, how much they're echoing Star Wars and Empire. And yeah. and that's yeah. that's what well, you see. Like, when, when that, that loop we just saw was the first that's what we saw in the very first teaser right. we saw that yeah. loop yeah. and then yeah. we saw how J.J. Abrams is going to interpret that and sort of shake our complacency with yeah. like we've we've seen the Millennium Falcon do a loop we just saw it in this movie Yeah. and he's like yeah but have you seen the Millennium Falcon do a loop while I am also turning the camera counterclockwise <laughs> yeah. behind yeah. it <laughs> tracking shot have you seen yeah. that I know you well, haven't also, when, like I know you've seen it jump to hyperspace but have you seen it jump to hyperspace from a fucking reverse angle yeah. no well you see it Oh, when they're scrambling at the at the at the rebel base in the, the Force yeah. Awakens trailer, you see in the background you see a, a Wampa with one arm getting <laughs> into a pilot suit. <laughs> just real disgruntled. Yeah, it turns out he actually just hitched a ride on the way out of yeah, the yeah, fucking yeah. hot at the end. I would love that oh, that, so that was an actual backstory. The Wampas redeemed himself by yeah, doing their whole life. He was Larry. Yeah. Shoved into an alien. But seriously, no, like, <laughs> like the scene where Poe and Finn like, you know, pat each other, that's also like yeah. that's that's Luke and Biggs yeah. meeting each other. <laughs> but the camera's moving. We're 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 yeah. doing this complicated tracking stuff. Yeah. Like we're we're getting a lot of uh, familiarity, uh, but sort of nice reinterpreted remix. The bubbles coming out of yeah. the X-wing, yeah. like the water seeping into it. Yeah. I also like how frustrated Luke is. Yeah. yeah. Well, Luke is kind of Luke kind of gets really blows it a lot in this movie. Yeah. yeah. Two crashes. Well, yeah. Everybody does. Mm -hmm. like, everybody does. Yeah, everybody does. does. That's what makes it good. Yeah. And, 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 <laughs> they're all human. And yeah, here's exactly. where here's where Mark Hamill. Uh, earns his keep. Like a lot, of, you could maybe argue that in Star Wars, uh, he needed to be carried, or he wasn't necessarily carrying a lot of the weight. Although I thought, I thought he put in a very good performance, very earnest, but he didn't have, you know, a lot to, you know, to do really. He just sort of sits well, around. It's such an ensemble movie. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's very. I mean, well, he's he's got to react. Is essentially what he's got to do. He's yeah. your eyes and ears, so he just sort of has to react to with all this crazy shit that's going on because yeah. it's new to him too. This movie. Mark Hamill carries so much weight that people don't even really consider. Right. Like for the next 35 minutes, he is acting with this periscope. He is acting with the <laughs> yep. tin can that comes out of the water. And then he is acting with a foam rubber Muppet at the mm -hmm. end of Frank Oz's fist. And he has to make you believe that all of those things are sentient creatures. Yep. Yeah. And yes. he does it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And he's by himself. He doesn't have any other human beings to act off of. Yeah. He's hey. on this muddy, dirty, man-made pond well, yeah. and having to act his balls off to make sure that you believe with, that anything With the puppet, he can hardly hear. Like, yeah. he can't hear Frank Oz well, this was really growing because yeah. they filmed all this stuff towards the end of filming and there, he said there were months on end where he was the only human being on the call yeah. sheet. Yeah. 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 
Um, Snakes. Also, I love that they don't show him flying through the air. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. So, yeah, yeah. But the, but the yeah, poor yeah, Kenny Baker. People don't. People underestimate Hamill a lot in this series. And one thing they underestimate is the fact that he actually planned an entire arc for his character by Jedi. The the Mark Hamill performance in Jedi is an absolutely that. evolved performance over the course yeah, of three films. Totally, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, he, he he's he's carrying a lot of weight in this film, and then he is basically the only reason any emotion actually works in Return of the Jedi. Yeah. He is yes. solely yes. by yeah, himself. Absolutely. He's yeah. the only reason, and it gets overlooked. Like you know, in this film, in in the first one, it's like oh, I was going to Tashi Station. No, uh, I wish Ben were here. You know, and a lot right. of that sort of stuff. Uh, in this film, you get that no, oh, and he pulls that super exaggerated face. Um, but there's a lot of really <laughs> subtle work. Yeah. There's a lot of really subtle work going on the by Mark Hamill. This is a shit joke, this movie. I also does, like you know? that Hamill, like Luke, has just zero time uh, for Yoda. Like, yeah. just thinks he's just a, a, a chucklehead oh, before yeah. he knows this, this what he does. This little reveal, this mystery, just this yeah. little page, this little. This oh, fucked kids up. This fucked yeah. kids up. Yeah. Kershner, yeah. after Return of the Jedi came out, he was like, when I did this shot for Empire, I imagine, like. Vader's face, like one eyeball hanging low, his mouth cut away and stuff. He's like, I, yeah. Basically, he, imagined him as being like either sloth or Emil from Yeah, Robocop. and it's yeah. like, oh, he's just like a tired old man in a mask. Yeah. Like, what, that was kind of disappointing. What is that podcast that has devoted an entire character to just Irvin Kirshner's commentary from The Empire Strikes Back? That's ever, a thing. There's a podcast. I often go look up the name of it. But there's <laughs> a podcast <laughs> that actually has a character <laughs> that shows up and goes, "Here we go, director Irvin Kirshner," yeah. and he does. He basically goes. He sa- tells the worst stories. Yeah. Yeah. It's basically a, a spoof. Of Kirshner's commentary with track Lucas, on Empire. Kirshner and uh, Kasdan, because they all—they're all funny voiced guys. And yeah. they'll go with something a little like this. <laughs> <laughs> but they'll have Kirshner on on this podcast, and he'll go, "Oh yeah, I remember the time I met—I uh, met uh, the the members of the Rolling Stones." And wow, what a thing to see! And the other characters go, "That's it, Irvin Kirshner." I always feel like Irvin Kirshner is trying to do an imitation of what. He thinks Frank Oz. <laughs> yeah, because he's always like, when I did this for the picture. That's exactly what it is like. For the picture, I wanted Harrison to The scene wasn't working. <laughs> you know how much of this movie involves people going into holes in caves? I was watching this That's last night with Dylan. She's like, how often does Mark Hamill get hung upside down in this movie? Because he's yeah. hung up in the ice cave. He's upside like, down for no, yeah, like the, He's the, upside down on the Cloud City. Yeah, like the rebellion is hiding in a cave at the beginning. They've yeah. carved out a cave it's in the middle of ice rock. Um, Luke gets dragged into a cave. They escape from the cave. They land in another cave that is also the home of a sock puppet monster. Um, later, Luke here is going to end up going into a cave to figure out his own destiny. Uh, and then he's going to fly into a city into the clouds and then basically enter a mechanical cave mm-hmm. where he has to actually replicate the fight he had in the original cave. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of this yeah. movie is about going into a hole. And learning about yourself mm-hmm. in the worst possible way. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, by the way, for the record, the name of that podcast is the Super Ego Podcast. Yeah. Oh, I've heard of they that. They have podcast. a character. They go, "Welcome, Irvin Kirshner." That it's worth Aww. listening to because it's a oh, spot-on spoof of, of Kirshner <laughs> on these commentary tracks. Yeah, fucking Yoda's hilarious. Oh, Yoda's again, nice. you forget about how fucking goofy Yoda is in this fucking, especially when she he introduces yeah. himself. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the only time you see this suit clean in the whole movie. I was gonna, oh, yeah. I was gonna call it <laughs> that's that's battle jammies. Yeah. It's a, it's you're a right. good but by the time that he's yeah. got the uh, in the Vader fight, that thing is caked and it's like black yeah. almost. It's yeah. just so well, you dirty. see when he's on the uh, on the Millennium Falcon, he's like, "Why didn't you tell me, Ben?" Like his yeah. like sleeves are all like red. Oh, it's all like, yeah. yeah. What does he smell like? 
in oh, Bad Bespin. Yeah. God. Oh, God, yeah. He gets kind of cleaned up when he shows up on this one. And right, right now is make or break. Like, yeah. yes. you're in a theater well, in 1980. Like, it's a good right. thing the movie is working as well as it's working right now because this Could is destroy. challenging. And they're going for, like, not full Muppet, but they're going at least half Muppet because he's supposed to be the silly. You're not supposed to know he's Yoda. He's supposed yeah. to be just pick yeah. up yeah. funny but you, but you can't, I mean, this is really complicated. This is like, Henson has always wanted to try something like this. Yes. Uh, Frank Oz has been thirsty to prove that you can take a Muppet, put it in a movie, yeah. uh, and make it work like that. And this, this is... This is some risky shit. <laughs> no, it's the greatest. I mean, it is. I, I, I'll throw it down. It is the single greatest eye sculpt in creature history. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because if those eyes didn't work, I mean, the way that shot is arranged where he sort of reveals his eyes slowly, mm-hmm. if that had not worked, you're yeah, right. Yeah. That's the exact yeah. moment. If those eyes didn't play. And 7-Eleven used to sell cheese. Because those ears aren't playing. Just like those that. ears are not working at all. No. <laughs> They're vibrating. But like I, I, I think that sort of uh, lends a little bit of uh, reality itself. Like, yeah. The, the fact that his ears just sort of waggle and wobble, like you can't, you can't help that. That's just life. Yeah, that's just life. Well, they didn't work their asses off to replicate that wobble for the CGI version of the prequels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't do that again. Mark Hamill is really the only person currently on the screen. He's actually gets a tin, a tin can who has a ton of personality just through beeps uh, and and you know slow, I, slow burns. This and then Frank Oz and this Muppet. Yeah. Mine. When Five Yoda's... people operating Yoda wasn't. Yeah, like, he, he like did that. the. Everyone forgets that Yoda beats the shit out of R two D two, but it's oh, my yeah. favorite part yeah. of the movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> By the way, one. I, I I'm not gonna. I don't. The clamoring for for the cane. <laughs> yeah. 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 He reaches for the cane. Yeah. 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 That's Muppety as fuck. I love it. But then yeah. the noodle yeah. smack. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's when you Close win. That. Yeah, I think yeah. that's at this point Yoda is absolutely. He's a character. Yeah, yeah. he's not yeah. just buy in one hundred percent. I don't give a shit that he's a Muppet. You see yeah. what he did to that droid? That's yeah. hilarious. Like Will, Will Smith yeah. became a movie star when he said, "Welcome to Earth." Yeah, Yoda hitting him with the cane. Yeah, yeah. mine, there, there mine. Moments. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I mean I don't want a prequel bash but unnecessarily because I, hate, I hate the term yeah. bash. The, the, the culture's beautiful. done enough of that. But the yeah. thing I would say is. I do wish I had seen more of Trickster Yoda in the earlier films because oh, yeah. clearly he loves that, yeah. to fuck with his students. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I wish we'd seen him oh, fucking. Yeah, he, he should. He probably shouldn't have been like. Even when he's training Luke later, there's still an element. You know, like he's benevolent and he's a Zen master and all that, but he's also still, you know, he's got a sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he likes fucking with Luke. At some point, he's going to try to scare the living shit out of Luke. Did you know and that's- then, Deep Roy in that Yoda suit at that one shot when yeah. he walks away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just found yeah. out that recently. Like, anyway, go that, ahead. Yeah, real, real quick, sorry. That Yoda shot uh, walking away um, with Muppet Babies. They could use all the Lucas clips, yeah. and they always like oh, use yeah. that shot of of, of, of Yoda walking I away. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. They used a bunch yeah. of Star Wars clips. I was relatively, you know, compared to you know Jimmy or whatever. I was relatively old when I first saw Empire Strikes Back. And I didn't, I didn't question Yoda yeah. being a no, not a Muppet. Ever. Like, and I loved the Muppets and stuff, but I didn't even think of Yoda as a Muppet. It was just like, oh, it's Yoda. Yeah, it's Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> That's how well it works. Yeah. One thing that did bother me, I remember when I saw it as a kid. One thing that did bother me is the Muppet Show was actually at its height when right. we were watching this, and I do remember I took well, me a like, little out of the reality that I could hear Fozzie Bear or whatever yeah. in the right. in that. Yeah, I, it, was the, it was the only time a, a, a recognizable celebrity to me as a kid had turned up in these movies, and it felt like special. Yeah. Guest star Charles Nelson Riley a little bit. <laughs> the voice only. Well, yeah, it's, it's, it's sort of grovery. Yeah, Franco's only really has a couple voices, and it's yeah. hard for him to. Yeah. 
But yeah, I mean, that that's partially why I try to watch these movies as much sort of divorced from the, the larger saga and just as movies when they were made, which is why I'll always sort of advocate, just watch them in the order they were made. Stop yeah. trying to fuck around with machete order or bullshit right. because yeah. each movie builds on the movie that came before right. it. Yeah. Like, I know there's that ring theory out there and it's very well researched, but I can't buy it as a theory because it you have to... You have to I sort of. Oh, uh, here, here we go. Here we go. So <laughs> much. Although he is, he is kind of a so creep person, right? He's a little bit of a creep right here. Also, it doesn't help that in the foreground of this shot, they actually. Have you noticed, noticed in the foreground of this shot, there is an actual yeah. piece of yes, tool? Yes, it's. He, it he is, essentially. He is a little bit, but the reason it works is because Leia, like, doesn't take his shit most of the time and is, yeah. like, shoving him and, mm-hmm, like, being yeah, sassy back yeah. and stuff. Like, that's why. It, if if she was being, oh, like, nice, all freaked man. out and complacent, like, then it would be extra creepy, but. Yeah. No, I love. Freaky, oh, <laughs> didn't you see the tie on the doorknob outside? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what was your reaction in the tra- in the new Force Awakens trailer, Conley, when you saw them embracing? I almost cried immediately. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, that's awesome. It was oh, so great. I, I also love this, this guy. Not until they came out on DVD, you could see the whole picture. You could see what's going on. That was yeah. that's one of the favorite little throwaway bits. Is that that fucker's dead? <laughs> this yeah. ship is gone. Honor the talk, princess. That's a hell of a talk about a bad design for uh, Imperial Star Destroyers. Bridge gone. Pfft, ship's dead. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no secondary bridge. I mean, I bet there is, but. Oh sure. I don't think there is actually. Okay. But I mean, that's it, it, that's, it, that's Star Wars. It makes, I mean, yeah, yeah, it's Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. Like we don't need to. Like once you start boiling it down to that level, I think you start. Then, then you ruin it. Yeah. <laughs> Like, if you start questioning why things don't work in space the way they're supposed to, like, what, you know, hyperspace, you know, everything, how everything. how far away does the oh, Death Star need that, to be yeah. before the blowback actually affects its orbital, whatever? Everything flies like World War II. Yeah, 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 everything's fucking quiet outside. That would yeah, be boring. Yeah, that would be boring, yeah. yeah. Why does Vader have to fly the biggest Star Destroyer ever made out to get better coverage? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get away from as, all as these we, As we've discovered in the marketing for Force Awakens, it's uh, because he's a Verizon customer. <laughs> All the plated nickel and the asteroids is screwing with the cool. Should have went T-Mobile. Uh, yeah. Should have went either T-Mobile or Sprint. Although I've heard bad things about Sprint as well. So this is the thing where it's an old woman with a chimpanzee's eyeballs. Yeah. 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 They've got the. Isn't it the, Clive Rebel's voice? Isn't it, yeah. Isn't yeah. it the makeup designer's wife or something like that? Something, something like that. Like Say, hey, oh. honey, can you? I need to film you for a couple minutes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Can it? And again, a lot of these are just story hooks. Nobody really knows where this is going to lead to. Uh, it would have been interesting to see what Lucas would have done if he didn't just shut down Star Wars after this, and like, see, like if they would have actually like seen more of the Emperor. Like, yeah, it's, it sounds like, like nine film thing. Well, yeah. it's I mean that secret history of Star Wars. There, there, there he's there on his toes. He's yeah. on his tippy That slowed down <laughs> filming by half a day just to do that. Uh, well, they had secret history of Star Wars books. They talk about I can't remember what. Good commentary. Snakes. I like snakes. I love Williams' uh, music in that last scene because there's this big low rumble right as Vader touches down on the hollow pad yeah. or whatever you call it and yeah it's this oh, big, yeah. like uh, Williams music like sounds like sound effects in this movie so mm-hmm. much of well it. I know he's always had a tense relationship with uh, Ben Burt because they're always competing for the sound channel essentially and so they have to kind of make way for each other right, and like yeah. sometimes like I don't know if it's so much a tense relationship oh, as, I, 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 I think they work together certainly fine I think it's just I think it's at some point like he sits back and is like oh you did that Fucker. That kind of thing. <laughs> like, I, 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 don't, I don't think he gets mad. I don't think he's like, all right, let's see. I'll, I'm going to make sure Ben Burt can't ever fuck with my shit again. Like, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think it's that sort of relationship. But I do think there have definitely been instances where, like, he's written something. 
Um, and then it sort of gets buried in the mix. And you're sort of like, oh, well, that kind of that kind of sucked. But then again, that's why I got the soundtrack out. There is yeah. a there is a uh, on one of the prequel uh, discs. There is though an extra where you actually see Bert and the guy who sort of does a lot of Williams engineering yeah. actually have a little snipey moment where they're yeah. basically <laughs> arguing about the mix. Yeah. All of a sudden, yeah, the, the, yeah. Even, that puppet changes. The emotion that you pull out of I know. Face. Yeah, he goes yeah. from this goofy, like, grandpa alien to this wise... Yeah, and we realize the shit is real. Yeah. yeah. And this is part of, like, again, this is why I was, starting, I was starting to talk about ring theory a while ago and how much I don't really buy into it, because in order to buy into the theory of it, I'm putting finger quotes around it, you have to sort of assume, again, that the whole thing was created whole cloth and came into existence all at one time. It's, and it's very obvious, again, everything was made up as it went along. Right. So it's not so much a theory as it is you being able able to track all the references that every creator has made to the, whatever came before. It's, more it's not a theory, it's just a list of references. So of course this thing echoes with this thing, because he knows what to echo it off of, because he wrote it 20 years previous. That's yeah. not a theory. Yes. And, and this is one of those examples where it's like he in the prequels is the guy who's like fear leads to anger anger leads to hate but he is trying to scare the shit out of Luke Skywalker yeah, right yeah, now yeah. Right. because he needs to know that he is going to fight through that fear and be a better person now the Yoda in this movie is not the same Yoda that's going to spout that philosophy in the other movie no. right. and, and it's not because of like character progression or, or reverse engineering a lesson that Yoda learned it's just that in this movie when he wanted to write a Zen master he came up with a guy who was like, "No, you're gonna be you're gonna be scared, and you're gonna need to be scared, and you're gonna yeah. figure out how to handle that fear." Yeah. It's not that no, you can't be fear, you can't ever be scared. He goes, "No, no, I'm going to scare the shit out of you. I'm going to fuck your head up. At some point, you're gonna go into a cave, and I'm gonna have you cut the head off the guy you don't even know is your father yet, and your head's gonna pop up in it. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just gonna sit out here like told your ass. <laughs> Shouldn't have brought the gun in there. Oh, it. You will be. God, that's creepy." Ugh. Ugh. Mark Hamill's like, what the fuck <laughs> did what I, I get into? into? Yeah, uh, it's great. It's oh. great acting. Like that that puppet just stole the movie well, out from every great. other human yeah. actor it's in the film. Lucas had to bend the Jedi code in order to make it kind of seem bad, so it justifies Anakin Skywalker yeah. turning evil and the part of like like the change of Yoda in the prequels and his philosophy was kind of part of that where yeah. like having feelings is bad yeah and it's just kind of like eh, it's just no, this is the know. other scare moment for me yeah. is the mouth on the glass yeah this, oh, this yeah. is the jump yeah, scare that's the, that's that's the it's a good jump scare and it's good it gets it's, me every fucking time and it's yeah. good evidence of uh, uh, of uh, editorial judiciousness that a lot of uh, horror filmmakers actually would have put music under that scene. Yeah. <laughs> yeah their goggles on is my, yeah. also a great shot. Yeah. Huh? Are you crazy? But they don't use music there. I don't think music was ever scored for that. But I think yeah. music actually was scored yeah, for that it, scene. It, and they pulled it out yeah. because the jump scare works better when you have no idea that yeah, the jump scare is coming. the entire soundtrack is fucking long as hell. This whole movie was almost scored wall to wall. Yeah. Um, and, there, and, you know, as much as we were talking about Bert and, uh, and Williams having to fight each other, there are more than a few instances uh, in this movie where, while Mil Williams' music was great, losing it in certain scenes was absolutely the right call. Well, like, like that jump scares. Oh, yeah. The walker assault. The amount yeah. of silence like the, the, the walker reveal. duel at the end. Oh, yeah. Like, a lot of that was scored. And they pulled a lot of that score out because having Vader just sort of lurk around, like something that big and monstrous moving so silently scares the shit out of you in the way that, you know, a telegraph music cue just isn't going to be able to do. 
Right. I'm really hoping that in Force Awakens, it'll it'll know when to be quiet and mm. when to be bombastic. Mm. And, oh, that's yeah. one thing I'm afraid they're not gonna nail. Actually, that's the problem with a lot of people argue that uh, these movies will automatically better because you've got fans making them, and that's no, one of the that things. That doesn't mean, no. that doesn't no. mean anything. better. Yeah. Like one of the negatives there is that if you are a, a fan. You might be a little bit too reverent. Yes. Well, like I got John Williams to write me two hours worth of music. Who am I to cut this music out? Like, well, no, you're probably gonna have to make that call right. at some point. Like, no, John, what you wrote there was kind of boring. Can you come up with something better? Like, you have to be able to do that. You have to be able to tell Harrison Ford, uh, Harrison, don't just yawn all your lines. Yeah, yeah, come on, we need to make this yeah. engaging. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that well, looks good in the trailer so far. It looks like yeah. it's actually being canceled. Yeah, but yeah. we're not watching The Force Awakens. We're watching The Force Awakens. But the movie does, if, for people listening at home, yeah, The Force Awakens comes out in three weeks from when we're, 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 listening, <laughs> yeah. we're recording this, so we're a little... Well, I love when she goes, I'm not the committee. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the funny thing is, too, is this movie has a lot of goofy shit in it. And the the whole interlude where they fly out of the stomach of a giant space slug, and also, frankly, the Wampa, are both pretty dumb. Yeah. And yet they both still totally oh, work. The space slug is so obviously well. a hand puppet. Yeah. yeah. But it all works. The creature feature stuff in this place. So that shot in the cave, do we know if that was actually, like, on a big platform or anything? Yeah, I've okay. seen the model where they have two giant jaws okay. and everything like all right. that, yeah. <laughs> like how Star Trek was that, where they're like, oh, okay, yeah. oh, you mean the gimbal for like the the, when they're the in Falcon, the cave and they're all just no, that was that around. was that was Star Trek, where the, like okay. it was not like moving or anything. Like I'm that. I'm yeah. sort of surprised there isn't a legitimate workout where you have like a forty pound <laughs> Yoda. You, know, you say that now, you've pretty much willed into existence. It probably should be like because there's there's the Yoda back. No, CrossFit guys will work cool. out with weight vests. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. They should well, make they a special Yoda. There's a bunch of Williams music here too in this scene. Yeah, just like lots yeah. of little yeah, yeah. It's not needed. No. This is this this is really my favorite of all of Williams' scores because it, it so richly develops all the themes of the first movie. And also, this is one of the movies where a lot of times, it, even later Williams, the, the underscore isn't really all that interesting. The mm -hmm. stuff that isn't big showpiece music, all the underscore in this movie is fascinating. Yeah, yeah. like this is a great just casual. Well, listen, like all this, this stuff they check out on Hoth, where they have a great like little rendition of like the like the original main title, like kind of played kind of slow. And mournfully and just like lots of great little mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, Williams always issue. writes a great sequel score like yeah. uh, Temple of Doom. Actually, Jaws two is a great score. Yeah, they all and Empire. That. They all Lost develop World. Lost World. They all yeah. develop um, themes from the first film. He's really good at that. Mm -hmm. Now I want there to be a Yoda workout. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I wish I looked like Mark Hamill does in this movie. Yeah, yeah. he's pretty fit. Yoda yeah. squats. Have the Yoda on your back and doing squats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God. Oh, it was uh, that Secret History Star Wars thing was, uh, they talk about how, like, Lucas in a couple of interviews had made it sound like, so this first trilogy would have ended with uh, Han, or uh, Luke and the other one getting mm -hmm. together and confronting Vader, and then the third trilogy, mm -hmm. uh, like, episode seven, eight, and nine would have been then gradually, I don't know if that meant, like, they're going to kill Vader, but you know, taking out the Emperor. Here's, here's a weird thing, like, um, I know that's a backpack, but I have always thought that was a pile of jeans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I can't. I'm weird jeans. How many times I've seen this movie and I'm like, it's just yeah, yeah, that's Yoda in his jeans. I was looking at some Force Awakens stills this week and I was like, you know, this this this, this movie was made by a fan because you got like Finn just wearing he really is wearing a black t-shirt, sneakers, and jeans. Yeah, you know? like it's it yeah. works though. It doesn't yeah. look bad, it but it's still works. funny that you have. A, it's, it's, Yoda's a dick here. Don't do it. Don't do it. Just I'm telling you not to do it. Because he's not only what you take with you. Now what would have happened if he hadn't put all that stuff on? Would it just be unicorns and rainbows inside the No, I just had a pack of lifesavers. I think he would have had a different vision that would have scared the shit out of him and made him reflect on his nature. What a naked Leia. I love that every single thing, yeah, you get the feeling that every single thing Yoda's going to do, it's going to be horrible. Yeah. You're gonna hate it. It yeah. might just be slightly less. Yeah. Now, I, keep in mind this came. Confident yeah, keep in like, mind right this away. came right after like three hours of strenuous calisthenics. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> like this yeah. should be the cool down period. He should be going upstairs and having be... like a, a banana. It's not a vision. <laughs> he's just, he's just dehydrated. Milk. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I was like, no, no, no. Go into this cave. Yeah. That's your future. Is anybody else sort of one of the things about these movies is they make every set dressing and detail seem foreign and alien. Has it ever taken anybody else out of the movie that there's like. Earth lizards and snakes. No, iguana. Yeah, yeah, there's like a freaking well, iguana. Uh, uh, a little the, the bit. The snakes did not, yeah. but the iguana right. a little bit. Yeah. I'm like, oh, right. Komodo dragons on, on Dagobah, really? How you doing? No, I don't mind it. No, here, here, so here comes, here comes William's awesome synth Yoda music. spent so much. Yeah, the weird bit of synth. weird bit of synth. Sounds like Dawn of the Dead. <laughs> I mean, you you got you've got the leeway to do that now. Like in the first movie, they were like, no, it needs to be a completely anach- anachronistic score, right? Because so many, so much sci-fi was like, you know, Moog synthesizers. This weird, this weird mm-hmm. slow, the slow yeah. frame, like kind of jaggy. I, I, mm-hmm. That one of my least favorite. Th- this I hate slow motion. The like like slow fake down. slow motion. Yeah. yeah. I, the, it, it, I hate great it. reveal here that he's the one who drew first. Yeah. 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 Completely slow mo. Yeah. Yeah. This slow. This it, it works for the cave though. Oh, lens flares, you guys. Um, lens flares. <laughs> burr, burr, burr. I. I don't know anything about film until someone tells me to make fun of something so I can sound smart like an asshole. I love right. Empire Strikes Back. I hate any kind of shitty slow mo scene like yeah, this. It yeah. always takes me out Frame of Frame doubling. Yeah. yeah. You always hate like sad montages. They when someone has in a movie where it's like someone thinking back, like, oh, I love that person. They well, decided like, in post to make it slow mo. Yeah. That, why that is. Yeah, like that, that must be because otherwise I think it was. I think it was Roger Christian. I think came up with it. I believe they used. I believe the story is they used that this form of slow motion because Roger Christian used it in the short film that ended up running before this movie was premiered. And I think I think Kirshner and Lucas both. What saw. was that like Black Falcon? <laughs> did. I love that R2 just said, God, you're a dick, Yoda. Yeah. <laughs> just doing that to him. Uh, huh, I had no idea that like Roger Christian's stuff actually could have been actually picked out of this film other than just like having a short film show it before No, this yeah, I, I believe uh, the the way he came up with uh, how that slow mo worked uh, appealed to both Kirshner and Lucas enough they were like, Oh yeah, yeah. Has any yeah. one scene cameo of a bunch of characters inspired more like imagination right. than this right. line of bounty exactly. Yeah, just because mm. they're all just so Cool looking. Yeah, they're all yeah. cool looking. Yeah. Like, is he a the robot? The guy's all yeah. doofy. No, man. No, they're <laughs> all cool looking. You're an alien. They're awesome. Yeah. The yeah. amount of stuff that yeah. yeah. blows me away. I like. What is that thing? What is it? The yeah. amount of stuff suggested by this yeah. scene is so great. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, this whole movie takes place in one tiny pocket of the universe. That, like, the presence of those guys kind of expands the universe a little bit just for this movie, yeah. just the yeah. presence. Like, yeah. Not a single break. You get no breaks. <laughs> it's like the closest yeah. thing you get to, like, a cantina scene. Exactly, yeah. You get some crazy monsters, yeah. yeah. And that's only, what, like, what, two shots there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The one time you do get a countdown in this movie. 
<laughs> one of the best, uh, still one of the best Star Wars special Sweet effects sounds. It is. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so if you didn't need your arms to fly this fucking thing, they would come off so fast. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I love it because they were like working on the Falcon for hours, probably. Yeah. yeah. Like, they didn't get to really fix the Yeah, Hans and they're thinking, leave. he's like, I put that there and I put this there. What the fuck? Yeah. Shut up! Shut up! Thank you, he says. This is a pretty this, boss this little move. thrust. Yeah. 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 Little, little animated bits. Yeah. yeah. The tail end great. of that. Yeah. I mean, that that cockpit sort of sums up why this movie works better than any other uh, Star Wars. Because you've got a bunch of characters stuck in a tiny room together, <laughs> and oh just them bouncing off each. I mean, the fact that yes, they're flying around, uh, you know, asteroid fields and and starships, and they're ducking gunfire. But it's when those four are in a room and they have to bounce off each other. That's, That's why the movie yes. works the way yeah. that it does. Yeah. Because it's just it's just character work. It's so, nothing but yeah. character work. Yeah, this this movie's been a two-hander with oh, Mark yeah. Hamill and a puppet. Oh. And it's been four people oh, yeah. stuck in a room for like 30 minutes. Right? Yeah. You're absolutely right. right. To me... With, with occasional bridge scenes with bridge people. One yeah. of the reasons <laughs> yeah. why I watched this movie so much as a, as a kid is it felt like such an adventure. Just because even the environments everyone's in. Because you start off, it's cold and snowy. And it's kind of dingy and dirty and muddy and crappy here. And then you spend so much of the rest of the movie with like the cozy interiors of the Millennium Falcon. It really feels like this cozy adventure. Because mm -hmm. yeah, like yeah. it's almost like Bastion in the Never Ending Story when he's kind of like in the attic, kind of curled up in the blanket, kind of like going through the adventure with a Treyu. Right. Kind of like that feeling because yeah. like you're going through so many crazy environments and like it just you really and like when you finally get to Cloud City, it's nice and clean. It's actually yeah. kind of a breath breath of fresh air, well, but then that turns out to be fucked up. I think yeah. there's something to be said uh, for the fact that everything is just muddy and filthy and dirty. Like when you're a little kid, the idea that you know you get to go out and it doesn't matter like, yeah. you don't have to worry about being yeah. you know I'll, I might go home and I might get in trouble from mom but I'm not really concerned with staying clean right now yeah, because exactly, I'm, yeah. I'm trying to, to have as much fun as possible. If that means I essentially become a walking dirt clod, so be it. Yeah. And then you you watch this movie and you're, you're already 100% tied into Luke because if you've seen Star Wars, you know that Luke is your boy. Yeah. Like You may want to be Han Solo. You may want to be Princess but Leia. He's, he's but the but, but, but Luke yeah. is who you're supposed to identify it's with. It's like the Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck thing where everyone wants to be Bugs Bunny, but everyone feels like Daffy Duck. Everyone mm -hmm. wants to be Han Solo, but everyone feels like Luke Skywalker. Yeah, and yeah. so Luke Skywalker is like, I mean, obviously he's not having fun. He's got a snotty upper lip, but it's still like, he's like, oh, there we go. Or do not. There is no try. Thank you. Yeah. So many posters. I don't know what that means, but okay. So many posters. But yeah, like he's he's getting muddy, he's getting dirty, and he's doing his thing. And you're well, and yes. it makes kind of think of Luke's Battlestar Galactic. Yeah. Like if, if everything was clean, if he was on this muddy planet and his outfit was like completely clean, like yeah. you know, yeah. as a kid, yeah. I was so glad to be like in a nice, warm, clean room when I'm watching this movie because like <laughs> everyone gets so dirty and dinged up in this movie. I'm just yeah. like like yeah. when they're on a hot. Like especially if it's already snowing outside, I'm like, oh, I'm so glad I'm not being. I love, I love this slow this burn. Yeah. I love this slow. God, fuck. damn it. <laughs> God. Also, some Santa. excellent ear acting here. The ears. Oh, yeah. 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 I my my favorite shot of Yoda is actually the one where. Uh, Luke gets when he gets up to go walk away here in a second in disgust. Yoda looks like a little tiny house cat yeah. just standing next to him. He looks so tiny in that little shot. Man, that that, that image of Yoda right there was so used in so many yeah. products and stuff for the time. Yeah, posters. Mm -hmm. It's got that one lazy. This eye. is it. This is the heart of Star Wars right here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Did you ever? Did you ever forget when you were a kid? Did it always, always sometimes take you a moment to realize that that Yoda has like a pretty crap, crappy old man mullet going on? Yeah. Like they model his hair. They may model his face on Einstein, but his hair is modeled on like Bruce Dern and yeah. twenty years from then. Yeah, I remember. I remember. I remember there being like a big list of. Uh, you know, faces that they were trying to model Yoda on, and then it turned out once you actually saw a picture of Stuart Freeborn, yeah, right. that it was just Stuart fucking Freeborn. <laughs> Stuart Freeborn yeah. It's just Stuart Freeborn. Yeah. I don't know if he meant to do that. I would imagine he meant to do that. I oh, can't no, imagine he's... it was accidental. I was like, no, 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 this this thing looks exactly like a cross between Einstein and such and such. No, Stuart, you Freeborn just made you. He would later kind of like make it sound like kind of like, oh, what a is coincidence. Yeah. 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 Look, look, yeah. Tiny and, look, look how tiny and awesome Yoda is right there. He's, he's like, also got the look of a house cat. Like, you stupid idiot. Yeah. You idiot, pink, uh, hot dog thing. I don't want to have to do this today. <laughs> yeah. That look of Yoda is like, fine. You don't want to so disappoint good, Yoda. Man. He's like disappointing your parents. Another reason it works is like because he's he's not just, Yoda isn't just interacting with Mark Hamill. He's interacting with the world around him. Like, yeah. He's yeah. calling out to the force. No, yeah, and like, I, act, like acting and selling it, not like mm -hmm. a CG creature. No, you absolutely, yeah. you absolutely believe that this puppet can run everything in this swamp. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's not even a question that he can close his eyes, hunch over, and then make that giant prop come out of the water. Well, it's the end of this this cue, too, that it was the, the score for the first uh, Force Awakens. Kind of like, uh, yes. the, the declarative, yes. dun, 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 but yeah, I mean that's another that's another example of Williams knowing how to tweak his theme. Like you think you know what's happening. I know. We got married to the song. Yeah. 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 Oh, did you really? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, you should have seen the. Oh man, you guys had the best one. Gosh, all the not this just because so, Star Wars, all but, the debris yeah. on the X wing too yeah. is so nice, so great. Well, and that that movement at the end oh. there, like, because Yoda's theme doesn't seem like it's going to resolve that triumphantly, mm -hmm. and then this, just this Yoda look right here. Ooh, oh. That took a while. Yeah, like there was a victory there. There was absolutely a victory, but it it cost a little. I like yeah. even this is even. This is the lesson. This is the lesson. This is the lesson. Yep. Yeah, you dumbass. <laughs> oh, so, man, like a lot, of, a lot of kids, I think, learn. I mean, not to say this movie is super educational, um, but a lot of kids are grew up thinking that the, the Muppets are supposed to teach you something, even if they're not explicitly supposed to teach you something. You yeah, learn something from the Muppets. But yeah, and that that I think taught a lot of kids uh, in the in the eighties uh, some shit. Mm -hmm. Like you, you need to have that confidence. You need well, to believe in yourself. If you're not learning you know? anything from Star Wars, it's that mo moral code. Yeah, I mean, just like Star Trek is about social responsibility how to deal with others this, yeah. these, these movies are all about like, you getting your own personal which shit which is why together. it's so yeah. frustrating when such large swaths of the fandom have no that's what because how yeah. could you enjoy this movie and then go out and act like a dickhead because the whole yeah. point of these movies is be cool be yeah. chill I, yeah. like how can you watch these movies as much as you've watched these movies and then be like black people can't be stormtroopers what the fuck have no, you been right? doing <laughs> for the last 20 years have you not and this movie is slow enough you're not going to watch this just for the action because like look how much there's not action in this movie Like, yeah. there's, there's yeah. a lot of not action in this movie. Yeah. The, the irony, there's also the irony of a lot of people who have vanished into this world. Mm -hmm. And I really feel like one of the lessons in Luke in particular is. 
be engaged and fully alive with the world you're in and the situation you're in. Like, a lot of it's, it's about Luke getting out of his own head and his dreamer head and actually engaging in the world around him and, yeah. and realizing Yeah, just not wishing for stuff, but actually trying yes. to make an impact on the world. Yeah, a lot of those fans, uh, this is the refrain they usually use when you, you bring up, like, well, no, it probably would be good if there were more women in this. And it would probably be good if there were a lot more minorities in this. What they go is like, well, I watch these movies to escape from the real world. I was like, that's not how these movies mm, fucking no. work. No, yeah. like, fiction works no. by taking the real world and presenting it back to you in a way that allows you to interact with it in a way that you otherwise would. Like, you take the lessons you learn from that fiction and you apply them to the real world. You're not supposed right. to divorce the real world from your science fiction. Yeah. Then your science fiction is empty and hollow and purposeless. Yeah. Yes. Like, this, if, if any work of fiction is not teaching you or reflecting something very important about the life that you are currently living, then it has failed as a work of fiction. It mm -hmm. need, There needs to be some sort of connection to the real world. Like, escapism is one thing, but if what you are escaping from is being a better person, then fuck right. you. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're doing it wrong. Yeah. yeah. And all these characters are powerfully alive. They're very yes. uh, engaged in their problems. And yeah. not the prequel bash more, but that's kind of the problem with those movies. Can, well, the, can less, we, the less of those movies is... Can, I'm going to make... Can we not call it bashing? I hate well, that. Well, that's what people... No, it's, it's criticism. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, fair enough. The, 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 the terminology has gotten so fucking oh, the, the subsumed. The oh, I love again. That. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I do. so uh, good. No, yeah. but just that the prequels yeah, the tend to lean so much on being disconnected from the world, and that's supposed to be the lesson yeah. you're learning, and that's that, that, that's not an organic lesson that people actually adhere to. No, yeah. Again, so. Is it just me, or does that little kiss she gives him imply that they've been uh, messing around since yeah. having a kiss? Well, Kirshner, was, he was always said, like, a, a kiss in uh, Star Wars movies, the equivalent of a sex scene in any other movie. So. Mm -hmm. But he would say it in his Muppet voice, so it was extra kind of disturbing. Uh, <laughs> this would be equivalent of a sex scene. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that is like a Boba Fett theme, though. Just like a little it's weird just little just like Yeah, I think it's like da-da-da-da-da-da. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Boba Fett. That's another. That's another music thing that really feels like a sound effect. It feels like the rumble of Boba Fett's shit. Yeah. The fucking act when they get out of R two, man. It's incredible. Yeah. For like a late nineteen seventies piece of machinery, that's pretty fucking impressive. Right. A lot of that's the sound effects. I can't. No, that's that's fine. I'm just saying, like the amount that they're able to get out of that is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I do like they were Damn. able to bring back in the prequels yeah. the fact that you can see other things like you yeah. know, vision stuff with that was actually a fun yeah. reuse with the Anakin in the third movie. Um, R two's got some pretty strong abs to stand up like that. Yeah, yeah. angles. This is, this from is <laughs> so this this is pretty much Luke's this is Luke's first future vision, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's the yeah. first the yeah. first time he's ever like looked into the future, yeah. like cognizantly. Mm -hmm. We uh, gotta see Luke like lift a starfighter in somewhere in the new trilogy, right? Come on, he's gotta know. use that lesson. That's how you come. He, he, I don't know what they're gonna do with Luke, which yeah. is which is partially yeah. why J.J. Abrams even came on board. Right, um, that's uncharted which is territory. Luke's yeah. Anyway, yeah. You guys, Empire. Yeah. I also like that Yoda can somehow tap into his phone call to the future here and go, "Yeah, your friends are gonna hurt." Yeah, this is just. What's going on? Yeah. Is this part? My question is, and the movie leaves this enigmatic: Is Luke running off to learn this lesson part of Yoda's teaching? I don't because Yoda kind of says you shouldn't do it, but at some at the same time, Luke goes, and I think Yoda maybe realizes uh, he's going to learn from that. Yeah, Yoda doesn't want him to go, but I think that's partially like we deal with it a little bit. In Return of the Jedi um, is that Yoda's wrong. 
<laughs> like what Yoda and Ben were trying to do, and that's basically the entire point of that conversation with Ben when he when he pulls up the log and sits down with his ghostly form. Yeah. Uh, they're basically trying to say, uh, well, we had an idea as to what it is you're supposed to do, and it turns out we were absolutely wrong because we didn't trust you, yeah. and we didn't trust that the we didn't trust the force is going to you know pull through, uh, and so. No, I don't think he wants Luke to go at all. I think he thinks his his entire point of being right now is getting him to uh, a place where he can kill his dad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, he never tells him. Uh, right. yeah, I don't think yeah. he ever would have told him right. either. I don't think he ever would have told him. No. I, th- I think both uh, Ben I, and, and Yoda were going to be duplicitous little sneak fucks about it the entire time. Yeah. By the way, I love the music here. Oh, the oh yeah. yeah. But the other thing I would say, though, I would, my counter to that would be, though, when he come, Luke comes back, mm-hmm. Yoda says... You don't need any more training. Well, that's yeah. that's, yeah. that's, that's Jedi training. retconning. That, that's yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. Because like like when Lucas went into this movie, he thought that he was forming the foundation of like nine more movies. Mm. And by Jedi, he was like, well, no, I got to wrap it up yeah. like out of the blue. Yeah. So he had to yeah. make a lot of weird story concessions. Yeah. So like he's that. like, no, yeah, you're ready now. But, yeah, 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 exactly. Irony, yeah, no, you're you're training. If it wasn't delivered though, and it, you're, yeah, you're right, probably wasn't. But yeah. the thing is that the irony of it, of course, is that he does learn his most valuable lesson from getting his mm. ass handed to him. Yeah, that makes him the person he is. Well, yeah, no, that, that, I mean, the end of Empire uh, is the moment in which, you know, Vader's character changes, Luke's character changes, uh, and the fallibility of Yoda and Obi-Wan gets pulled into in, in play. The fact that they don't talk to, like, they stay mute when, when Luke's freaking out on the Falcon, that still fucks me up. It's yeah. just like, man, that's cool. Well, so they're probably fucked yeah. up, too. Oh, yeah. 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 By the way, whenever I run into Ryan McCluskey after we've been away from, see me, not seen him for life, I pick him up at the airport or whatever, we <laughs> reenact the scene. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. so good. He threatens to hit me, I duck. He goes, how you doing, buddy? <laughs> How you doing, Chewbacca? Right there. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible defense on Han's part, yeah. by the way. Strickland, did that guy ever have hair? <laughs> <laughs> Long time ago. <laughs> uh, Slacker. But interesting, so like in like may have been the Leah Brackett version of the first uh, script of this, like uh it was suggested that Lando like Cloud City was gonna be a, a haven for clones, left yes. over from the Clone yeah. Wars. Lando oh. was supposed to be a clone. And yeah, Lando was supposed to be a clone and like the, the Cloud City would be populated just by like like six or seven like clone tribes. So you'd mm. have this population of millions of people, but they're all just copies of like six or seven people. How so, boss would it have been if if in the prequel trilogy all of the clones had been Lando? Yeah. <laughs> that would have been so amazing if Billy had been yeah. every single and person. And a Clone War series would be totally different. Oh, how great would that be? How you doing? Uh, <laughs> with this voice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh go Whatever, droid. My, my, That's well, why he's such a bad target, because they're lovers, not fighters. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I also think when we're talking about underestimated performances in this movie, Billy D. Williams is very good in this movie. Yes. Oh, he's yeah. charming. Yeah. Well, and the yeah. thing is, like, yeah, he's super charming and to a, almost to a fault, because all anyone really remembers from Lando is that he's smooth. Yeah. yeah. Right? He's been kind of right. kitched up by the fandom. But he is not smooth in this movie. No. Like, he's smooth here. And as soon as the gambit is revealed, yeah. he is a desperate, sweaty, confused man. Yep. Yes. Like, even his one last ditch, uh, you know, gambit. I keep using that word. Uh, his his last ditch plan to, to get everyone out of there and, and save his people is pretty fucking half cocked. Yep. And he yeah. doesn't think it's going to work. Yeah. Um, and that, that aspect of Lando doesn't really get touched on ever again. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. No. Yeah. Pichuta. Pichuta. Yeah. <laughs> Translates but, to fuck you. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. I think Billy D's are a journey in this is actually very well planned. It's beautifully executed. And yeah, yeah, he's actually giving a much more sophisticated performance than the kitsch factor has given him credit yeah, for. Yeah, like when like yeah. when when uh, Lando shows up on uh, Star Wars Rebels for example. I mean, they get they get 
Billy D. Williams to reprise the role. But the Lando that you see in Rebels is, eh, nothing bothers me, buddy. Everything's yeah. going according to plan. Even when things aren't going according to plan, I am the smoothest well, and the it's no sweat off my is, back. Yeah, there's surface Lando and there's actual Lando Lando. Who's, yeah, and you, you never, know. I mean, the, the Charles Sewell comic shows a lot of Lando sweating it and Lando being I've been nervous. hearing good things about that comic. It's probably the best Star Wars comic. Oh, dang, because everyone says Vader's like number one. But... No, I don't know. I'm not a big fan of the Vader comic. But the Charles Sewell's Lando comic is fucking great. Have you seen the Hammerhead comic? Fucking <laughs> shit. <laughs> I'm prone to the Walrus Man comic. <laughs> Buttmouth comic. I saw Walrus Man in Altador. <laughs> Here's Alec Guinness getting his 1% of the franchise that set him yeah. up for life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They do, do talk about the Alan Arnold book, which I don't think we talked about this on, on mic, but yeah, uh, if people want to read more about the making of The Empire Strikes Back, check out Alan Arnold's The uh, Once Upon a Galaxy, The Making mm-hmm. of uh, The Empire Strikes yeah, Back. Yeah, the content of that book got mined uh, heavily by uh, Rinsler for The Making of Empire Strikes Back a while ago, the, yeah. the second mm-hmm. in that big making of series. I think he's doing one for The Force Awakens, too, so nice. that'll be good, but... But yes, if you come out of this commentary, if anyone listens and go find an old copy of the 1980 book Once Upon a Galaxy, a journal of the making of The Empire Strikes Back by Alan Arnold, because it is the sort of PR book, no holds barred, Mm -hmm. uh, warts and all PR book that that they never let publicists write it today ever. Yeah. (laughs) He, 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 the best part is that we'll get into this in the Cloud City sequence, but there's a part that he does on in the Bespin carbon freeze chamber that is the transcript of the argument the actors are he having. He has like four page transcript of like he put a wireless mic on Kirshner and yeah. had a transcript of everything they were talking about that day they filmed it. And you can yeah, see like how Harrison Ford comes in, Harrison Ford goes out. Carrie Fisher comes in. Carrie Fisher goes out. Harrison Ford comes back in. Oh, Carrie man. Fisher is pissed. Yeah. <laughs> Carrie Fisher barges in on Harrison Ford and Irvin Kershner. Like it's not it's not the friendliest of shoots. And yeah. David Prowse comes in and tries to get Kershner to read his fitness book. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Like, I didn't even, and if you looked at Irvin Kershner, that's not a man who really gives a fuck about well, doing push-ups. It's great. Right? Like, there's some in the transcript where he says like David Prowse obviously playing to the microphone, trying to sell his. Yes. Trying to sell his book to uh, Kirshner and the microphone, knowing that yeah. people might read this on oh, a book Oh, gorgeous shot coming up here. Yeah, yeah. Shishitsky's yeah. yeah. work is perfect here. Yeah. Uh, Again, one. he's he's shooting a puppet. Yeah. yeah. Shooting a puppet and an optical effect, and there's a Klieg light, and then a colored and light, and that's all it is. And it just vanishes. And you yeah. absolutely believe. Jesus, that's one of the most beautiful shots in Star Wars. Yeah, really oh, absolutely. Good. Period. Yeah, it's, yeah um, really good. The original uh, name of Cloud City was Hoth. Yeah. Um, Reading your trivia now. Is the pilot? Who is the pilot? And there's the left or the right guy. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Why does that have one copy of the other? They're doing it in the drift. Also, the design of Cloud City was a recycled uh, design for uh, what the prison world was supposed to be. That Hans uh, Leia was supposed to be captured in the original Star Wars. Because originally she wasn't taken to the Death Star; she was taken to a floating prison. He's and, gotten uh, super comfy with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Super comfy. Have you seen the? Have you seen the other? Uh, He's the alternate man. filmed version of this of this dialogue, and it's done a lot more serious and yeah. slow, and it's just awkward. Yeah, they it's had not to film this because the first take was kind of. You should wear girl clothes more often. <laughs> I think he says something along something those lines. Something like that. It's but it's clunky. just shot out real quick. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah the scene speedy is great. Mm-hmm. Rare moment. I still too. The Leia Brackett, the original version of her script, I think also in the first casting version, the whole point of them fighting at the beginning of the movie mm-hmm. was not that uh, Han is leaving, but that Han won't leave. Leia's trying to get him to leave yeah. to go hunt down uh, his old mentor, space pirate guy, yeah. to c- try to get him to join the rebellion. And yeah. 
Like, this movie was supposed to originally end in the first couple drafts with Han. <laughs> I never noticed that before. I, I've always loved the, the Ugnot game of Keep Away, but I never noticed, like, at the very tail end of the game, one Ugnot just starts chucking crates at Chewie. Oh, yeah, fucking dickheads. That's awful. <laughs> I never caught people. that before. Man, little people in these movies always play the worst characters. I throw a trash can at his head. It's I funny. always like that IG-88 is actually sitting you get the discarded same. against yeah. the first. Well, I like the idea that IG-88 had a whole subplot where he tried to find Han Solo and he's <laughs> almost succeeded and the Ugnots took him out yeah. Yeah. right before right. he could pull it off. Supposedly, like, the, 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 the uh, IG-88 head hills also forms part of the cantina bar, like yeah. the, the, the brew equipment in the background. You see, it's just IG-88's Recycling. head. Yeah. Mm. Um, oh, Billy, do you asshole. Lando. Oh, something wrong with your droid? <laughs> it's broken. He does fuck these guys over pretty bad, though. This yeah, is, he does. Yeah. But the thing that's great... And actually, now, if, if, when you watch this movie on rewatch, you can see little moments where... You can you tell can, he's, like, he's yeah. yeah, like Billy D is he's throwing in moments where he's like, I I love this I gunslinger guard. Yeah, I regret guy. this. Yeah, yeah. 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 he's like, oh fuck, these people are getting fucked up. Yeah, yeah. he's in over his head. So I'm assuming yeah, the part just is. showed up while they were sleeping at night, just kind of like, no, no. Well, yeah. they said they arrived right before they did, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. that's what. Yeah, it is. so he didn't really have time to say, hey guys. I've got a question coming up in in this in this scene. I'm jumping the gun here a little bit, but how does Darth Vader eat? Well, yeah, straw. Duh. That's what he's doing in the little, the little ball on his. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Like he's having. Okay. He's there Go away, it's baiting. But it's funny he makes everyone sit down at the dinner and table. Yoink. Yep. Yeah. Never gets that blaster back. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Never gets that blaster back. Oh yeah. Or does, yeah, or does he? Uh, I they do, do escape, but it's not like they have a time to raid like Vader's pockets. <laughs> I do like that that the Han Solo and Chewie's reaction. That Chewie just gets all pissed off immediately, and Han doesn't even stop and say anything. He just immediately draws and yep. starts firing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, fuck that guy. And the Vader's just... He I, shoots I love a Darth Vader! I love yeah. That. yeah, and Vader blocks it with his hand. Yeah. Which yeah. that doesn't make sense. Well, also he gets cut in the arm with a lightsaber yeah. later, too, and that yeah. doesn't, like... I guess he's he got some kind of special hands. armor. Is that robot? Yeah. The, are, are both of Vader's arms robotic? No, one is. Oh, one is, okay. The only thing that he, oh, that he that's keeps right, is, that's, is an arm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, uh, it's, oh, no, because his only working limb is the robotic arm that in, in yeah. Revenge of the Sith, that's what he's crawling up, because he's mm-hmm. only got that no, one he's, limb. Yeah, he's got... He's got he's so got, all, both arms are a robot. He's got half an arm. The dinner scene, by the way, uh, Bobby, I know you're a fan of the Star Wars radio drama. Yes. The dinner scene that happens after the door closes is in the Star Wars radio drama. Oh, God, they we gotta recommend it. the radio drama. And, and, and Darth Vader is such an asshole to everybody at that dinner. Yeah. Like, he's choking Chewbacca is. for fun, and he's just being an... Oh, a, man. It's yeah. a pretty great little listen. It's really cool. Like, yeah, the, the first radio drama has that, when the door shuts in the interrogation room, you stay in there with Vader and Leia, and yeah. it's fucking disturbing. Yeah. And in Empire, when the door shuts, uh, we stay in there for Vader's little dinner party. Oh, Shit ain't cool. Yeah, <laughs> it is Google not cool. Just like look up YouTube Empire Radio Drama. You'll find the the, 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 edit, the edits that I made a long time ago that I used to try and secretly sort of uh, push and pedal on torrents. I was just like, fuck it. Nobody's ever pulled any of these down off YouTube before, so I'm putting them up. Yeah. So the edits I made that have been shared around uh, God knows how many times in the last I 10 years. I saw on Reddit yesterday people were trading those links. To yeah, those yeah, they're, they're up on YouTube. I, Again, I, Lucasfilm knows they don't really give a shit. Yeah, because it's. Yeah. I love. I love when when Chewie's like rebooting three PO. Wait. <laughs> and, and he's replaying the conversation right before he's shot. It's just this yep, great yeah. little it's detail. Like, yeah. It's just sped, distorted. Mm-hmm. This is a scary moment. This is oh, like a good yeah. You yeah. don't know what's happening yeah. here. Like, what, is what is that torture machine? It's a fucking yeah. dentist chair. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's dentist like well, that reminds me like the space heaters you would have as a kid, and but then it's also sparks. 
And yeah, this is this is where I like this is where I think Billy Dee Williams' performance is great. He's so pissed off right now. Yeah, yeah. you didn't tell me that he had to do this. Like, think about the amount of balls he needs to actually even try approaching Vader like this. Yeah. 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 Well, and he, there's a little part where he puts his hand to his throat, and you can tell yeah. Vader just gave him a little twinge of, of throat. Or but still, the fact, the it, fact yeah. that he's trying that he's dogging him like this, he's yeah. still actually trying to dog him. Like, he knows yeah. there's no way he's going to win this argument, but he's st he's stepping up on him. Yeah. Yeah. Is the choking thing right after oh, this, yeah. I think? Yeah. Or not the choking, but the whole, Unfairly. like, yeah. Unfairly? Like, <clears throat> yeah. No. no. He's so fucking malevolent. That, that, wa that walk. Wait. <laughs> yeah. uh, that walk up to the elevator. Um, yeah. You could just hear Ford screaming in the background. Yeah. Ever so faintly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the whole time. Yeah. Like, the whole yeah. time. Also, gotta say, gotta. I love three PO in a bag and and the Chewy. Yeah. Chewy yeah. and three PO in a bag yeah. show is pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. It's such a great idea. Backward. <laughs> yeah, you never get to see the characters on our own. Mophead like you yeah. would be stupid at you. That's one thing with Jedi. You don't like Jedi. You don't have uh, Han and uh, Luke ever really interacting. You don't have uh, Jedi. It's the characters are kind of split up too much, and the Jedi is problematic because it sort of cuts all the crusts off. It, like it cuts the crust off Han. Yeah. It absolutely kneecaps Vader, and I think part of the problem with the prequels, uh, from a dramatic standpoint, is that they. They take the redemption of Vader in Jedi, which should be Luke's victory, mm -hmm. and make it Vader's victory, and then dedicate three whole films to convincing you why it should be Vader's victory. Yeah. And that's not why Jedi works, and that's partially why the prequels can't work, because it's it's not his victory. It should Luke, be his victory. It's Luke's victory. Yeah. Luke is the one who is the only person in any of these films to actually have faith in Anakin to do the right thing. And it's that faith, uh, and that perseverance, and that trust that actually causes Anakin to finally for once in his fucking whiny life, do the right thing. Too late. He yeah, does it too late, but he late. at least he fucking does it, yeah. right? Um, and the prequels basically are constructed entirely to get to the point where that victory at the end of The Return of Jedi is no longer Luke's, it's Anakin's. Yeah. And that's, that's a big problem. Because in order to do that, you sort of have to... Here we go. Suck. Yeah, I'm zoning yeah. out on the prequel talk and looking at it. Yeah, yeah. like you, 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 have, to, you yeah. have to sort of cut the crusts off the Vader that we see in this movie, who is such yeah. a fucking monster. Yeah. 100% well, well, I mean, monster. That's part of the refocusing of the whole story, rather than being about Luke or yeah. even about an ensemble, is like over the it course of the it, should, it suddenly turns into yeah. Anakin's story. And it could not... be about Vader, but he shouldn't be the main character. Yeah. You could argue that Luke's decision to sacrifice himself by falling off that thing rather than giving in to him could be a wake-up call for Vader. It was a little bit you of a wake-up call, that. yeah. But they, I don't think they also wrote it very well no. in Jedi either. Yeah. Because this this Vader is the one that sticks in everyone's like so much of what people think of as Star Wars actually comes from Empire. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yes. Absolutely. This Vader, that Luke, Leia. Yeah. Despite the efforts well, of every fucking horn dog that's ever existed since 1992, this is Leia. Well, yeah. You know what's yep. funny too is this movie feels the universe of this film feels vaster than in the other two movies because Star Wars is really sand, a place they blow up, and mm. one other place, yeah. and then and and a, and a big space station. But the this movie, you get the, you you start seeing the edges. You you can see the universe, feel the universe beyond the edges of the frame more. Yes, yeah. um, which is funny because it's a story that takes place in a very tiny pocket at the end of the universe too. It's right, not like yeah. they're running around it. Like, Running well, around different environments. Also, in but... this movie, they're constantly running. Yeah. yeah. I mean, sure, they are doing a lot of that New Hope, but I mean, it's just chase the entire movie, yeah. except for yeah. Luke, who's training, of course. But they're just running he the entire time. For a couple new weeks. location, new location, new oh, location. Man. This is a big 
So there's a moment in this that I love, like where that I was mentioning earlier, where Billy D just barely reaches for his throat, and you can tell Vader just put a little tiny twinge on him. Yeah. Yeah. Vader is not something. sweating him. No, oh. Vader's no, not, not sweating any of this. Yeah. There's no reason he should. Yeah. yeah. He's in control. Yeah. God, the lighting. Yeah. yeah. The, the framing. The Look at just Vader entering the scene, just yeah. looming over everybody. Even when he Point gets closer yeah. to them, he's still not actually shrinking. Hans yeah. hair. Mm-hmm. That looks like someone smacked him upside the head. Every, I love like, it. Yeah, that low angle on Vader. Oh, man. Yeah. That oh, shot of him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll be interesting here. to see how this movie informs like, The Force Awakens, just like relationships. Like, stuff. this this took so much time to shoot. Yeah. And it because it was so important, mm-hmm. and they didn't quite have it locked either. Like this, they were writing it as they were shooting it and, and fighting with each other, which she, makes it amazing yeah, that, that it turned right out there. so yeah. great. Like yeah. this scene is amazing. The way she looks at Vader right there is really great yeah. too. Yeah, and how how she she hugs Chewie a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now we're doing the bad podcasting. Where we're just watching. <laughs> yeah, well, I love yeah. this scene so much. Yeah. <laughs> Now this theme is yeah. about to completely yeah. fall down around its yeah. own ankles. Yeah. <laughs> oh, also gets a big uh, laugh. The uh, yeah, my babe, Bill, that comic we just did for Birth Movies Death. I think my favorite panel in it is we did a wedding cake with the two Lego Star Wars figurines, and then and we just, just says, it's know, a Star yeah. Wars wedding cake, and we just wrote "I know" yep. in <laughs> crappy cursive on the on the cake. I love how seamlessly Williams went from the love theme to this just. This is yeah. torment. Yeah. <laughs> this is torment. This is hell. This is a descent into perdition itself. This Vader boom, shot boom, coming boom, up. Boom, boom, oh, boom. One of my favorite Oh, yeah, the, sm- the smoke clears and there's just yeah. drums yeah, banging. That's, oh. yeah, well, that's so using a bazillion good. trailer since then. I'm oh, like, yeah. 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 That's a monster Man, the right sounds there. of all this, the squeals of the uh, carbon freezing and everything. It's hell. Like, the, the cracking yeah. of yeah. the carbon. Yeah. yeah. By the way, one thing I also love about this scene and, and is that you can you can't tell what temperature it is like yeah. it's it, like the freezing looks like it's hot mm-hmm. it involves yeah. molten metal and they've used the colors blue and orange they kind of it's kind of like this you weird know, yeah you can read any kind of temperature into this scene. which in another yeah. movie that would be, just seem like sloppy filmmaking confusing but something just adds to the texture of the tenseness it's not just sloppy it, like it, yeah I don't, this cruel slam yeah he, he yeah, doesn't yeah. get oh, melted yeah. into ice he gets wow. melted into metal that sounds it's like a, really yeah. weird. That sounds like death. That the slamming yeah. of that door yeah. sound like the. You know, and now the theme comes, comes back. Yeah, and the most hopeful yeah. theme now sounds like the worst theme ever. Yeah. 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 I always used to freak Great me out stuff. as a kid because I always wondered if he was still just a little bit awake, falling asleep here or something like that. Right. Oh, yeah. Or if it was just instant like unconsciousness or what? Yeah. Like I don't like. Perfect hibernation, I think, is supposed to reassure you a little bit, but I'm also like, I don't know what that means. And they never yeah. explain it. It's just no, left up yeah. your imagination. Yeah, there's no yeah. science behind carbon, uh, carbonite freezing. <laughs> he got in his mouth! Yeah, it's ah! a, it's a, it is. It, the, the, my point with it being both hot and cold, yeah. it's like a creepy nonsense undeath. Yeah. There's something very surreal it's and bizarre. You know how awake or sleepy he is? Or, yeah, it's just... He turned to stone, yeah. He's been thrown into That's the floor. Like, yeah. 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 happen, you wake up and just like death. Right, like your mouth feels all gross yeah. and like oh, you have a headache. And you're, and you're blind. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wait, and everyone's got point, delusions of grandeur. At any point from <laughs> this from this moment going forward, basically the carbon freeze going forward, do we ever get that, a seat? Do we ever get a shot of Vader from eye level? Because it seems like every shot of Vader from this point going forward is a low angle. Looking up at him. Probably, because it's all it's all just are, the rest yeah. of the lightsaber fight and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Or he's like I'm on a platform high above yeah. or 
And then, like, we just had that high angle on Luke where he's just look, made look tiny oh, yeah. and insignificant yep. in yeah. Cloud City. Like, he gets a little bit bigger the closer he gets to the hole he's going to go into. Yep. But, yeah, as soon as he enters that hole, he's small again. And Vader is just this looming gargoyle. Dun-dun. Mm -hmm. oh, the yeah. music is so brilliant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so many Star Wars video games. With yeah, that song. Um, <laughs> actually gets yeah. yeah. Jacket is super fucked up now. Yeah, yeah. It's it coming is. Off a bit. I, I, yeah, I, it seems to be a lot of people online that right now who like they've grown up. Like, the appreciation of John Williams comes through the use of his music in the video games, yep. as opposed to even the movies. Star themselves. Wars Rebellion was a PC game I played a lot of, and yeah. so much music from Empires in it. <laughs> Oh god! I have forgot the other thing about this movie too. It's not that you. Uh... Gotta send a text. Uh -huh. Yeah, he's using yeah. an Apple Watch. Yeah. <laughs> Wake up, Lobot. Going. Do you think Lobot has like like his like top forty songs always playing? Lobot <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> <laughs> with the with the iPad Air wrapped around his head. Technically, in the Clone Wars, it's a. There's, they actually do in the Clone Wars. Or not? I think it's Star Wars Rebels. You see, that's like. That's how you like can do like brain no, modifications, like cyborg kind of crazy. He's shit. not gonna be like, using like iTunes or anything. He's on, he's on Lobotify. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cloud City has awesome Wi-Fi. And the other thing I love about what we're about to get into is even I think even more than the final fight in Return of the Jedi, which is great, but like you said, very big and simple and broad, mm. paints in broad strokes. The amount of psychology and internal drama in this lightsaber duel is so good and mm. so scary. Because again, this this whole environment yeah. that he's walking around on is straight up nonsense. There's there's tunnels to nowhere. Yeah. There's like yeah. yeah, the geometry of the scene makes well, almost no sense. Well, as far as we've so never fought anyone else with a lightsaber. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, the insides Oof. of Cloud City are a fucking nightmare geometry. Where like, yep. yeah, nothing really connects, and you don't know what's going on where. And, yeah, it's full. Yeah, it's full of empty room. Like this whole fight is full of creepy well, yeah, empty like, rooms, or full of machinery that's like, nothing. Abstract. Like bridges going off to nowhere. It's yeah. What the fuck is this place? Yeah. It's cool looking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that right there. Like uh, yeah. yeah. I'd love to see him just run up that little tunnel. And again, it, again, doesn't uh, yeah. Again, Luke draws first. Yeah, you know? you're right. he's such a dumbass. Yep. He's young and he's yep. callow. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. He does. This is the guy that killed his dad, so far right. as he knows. Yep. You get the idea that like Vader is just waiting to see what he can do because like he yeah. does let himself yeah. get turned. Well, that's, that's part. Of, that's part yeah. of the reason this works as well as it does because it's obviously an inverse of what he just went through on Dagobah. Yeah. yeah. But without any of the like so much for as much as Yoda was trying to scare him and, and tough love him and and you know teach One him yeah. teach him yeah. rough lessons like Vader is just sort of like no. We're yeah. gonna figure it out real quick. Yeah, yeah. Real quick. Vader teaches him as much as Yoda does. This is like this is like what would have happened if Daniel San uh, left Miyagi's and decided he was gonna try and fight Kreese in Karate oh, Kid. Oh, so yes. Karate Kid oh, yeah. three and uh, and Kreese yeah. was his dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's straight so watching these legs. again after uh, hearing the interview with Mark Hamill where he talks about wanting to do more acrobatic things with a lightsaber. Yeah. Luke was telling him no in Jedi. Mm. And then and Lucas said because it's supposed to be like Excalibur. It's supposed yeah. to be heavy. And then you see the way Vader is throwing his lightsaber around. Oh, it yeah. shows how powerful he is. Yeah, yeah. And, and how how it really uh, sells the scene where it's like, I'm not even going to try against you, kid. One yeah. hand. Yep. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> Him. <laughs> Whoever they get to play uh, Lando in the Han Solo movie, they're gonna have to say Han. They can't say Han Solo. It's gonna be Han. Yeah. 
<laughs> so he's sweating it. I love yeah. it. Yeah. I, 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 a, lot, a lot of people think Han Solo uh, is the best Han Solo when he's being smug and succeeding. And a lot of people think Lando is the best Lando when he's not sweating anything, is being smooth no, and snarky. No, the opposite for both of those. Both, yeah. yes. Yeah. for both. Lando yeah. is best Lando when, when he's getting down his yeah. Yeah. fucking yeah. neck rung yeah. by yeah. the walking carpet. You only get carpet. to see that for 10 minutes in this movie anyway, but yeah. it would be great if you see more of that in the, in the, the Like, the, the key Solo to Han movie. Solo is that he's yeah. wrong about everything. Yeah. 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 Well, Harrison Ford is the great, is one of the world's greatest actors to get punched and take beatings and fall yeah. down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So suggesting that he needs oh, to be super cool it. and that he needs to be hardcore. No, he needs to be kind of a goof. Yep. Yeah. And he needs to know how to take a shot to the chin. Yeah. Because he's dumb. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that was, I didn't, didn't Kasdan say that in his interview too? Or maybe I'm misremembering that he actually, like Han's kind of brashness and idiocy is part of his appeal. Yeah. Is that, yeah. that is all of yeah. his appeal. Like, yeah. yeah. He's not really that good at what he does. Oh, this, this, Man, this, this is, look from Leia is yeah. just so and, Yeah, like Lando kind of giving up in the background. He's just kind of like... Yeah, this is yeah. fuck this. Yeah, yeah. fuck. Again, that's that's a that's Sushitsky right there. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's cinematography. Ooh, that depth of field. I love that little, yeah. that little help, help from three PO. Like, this, behind you. To yeah. this day, whenever I'm in a room like kind of diffuse sunlight, I always think I'm in Cloud City, like upstairs. Like <laughs> this time of year, the sunlight comes in around five o'clock and like hits like little like glass block windows. Oh. I always think I'm pooping on Cloud oh. City. Vader <laughs> jumping here is my favorite thing. Oh yeah. yeah that's this is- <gasps> Jesus, the that's not supposed to happen. Yeah. He can't that, can he? yeah, this one looks realizing she just fucked up. Like, yeah, uh, I also like loads down. We were talking about the yeah. music editing earlier, uh, and while normally the idea of just cutting a piece of Williams' music off, like in the middle, like that, would uh, they did it horribly uh, in episodes one and two. Yeah, in this it works perfectly. Like when we go from that that stirring theme as as our heroes are running down a hallway trying to escape from the stormtroopers, and with as as a lightsaber hits, all music stops, yeah. and we're back in the middle of the scene. Yeah. That is super effective. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. This could be better if you track some of the pod racing music. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my buddy, my buddy Patrick Knoxville made a great point years ago that whenever Vader is hit or incapacitated or humiliated in any way in this, he goes from being the scariest character to looking exactly like the silly man in a suit that he is. <laughs> so like, there's a, yeah, he, but there's a point when the, in this late fight later where he'll get hit in the shoulder with a glancing blow from the lightsaber and he, he goes, just immediately he just turns into a guy in a costume yeah. for a second. For, for a second. And he makes a funky noise. Like, whoa, whoa. Here it is again. Man, I'm still impressed. Oh, yeah, yeah guy in costume. Flop. Ah. I'm still impressed at how good the rotoscoping on the lightsabers are because like they're like half obscured by the fog and everything yeah, like that. Yeah. Like this must have been a bitch to put together. Yeah. Oh, and to uh, to bring in again because Kasdan and, and uh, Abrams are talking about using these films as uh, their their source code essentially. Uh, lightsabers in Force Awakens are being animated to look like they look in this movie. Yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh, that's oh, so cool. By the way, have you ever noticed that the in the background of this is the exact same from Deckard's apartment in Blade Runner. Yeah, I didn't think about that until you just, like, yeah. Yeah. Finally, the music comes back in and, like, like, swelling up here soon. This is what I love. This whole room is just machinery and nonsense. It doesn't, none of it makes sense anymore. It doesn't need to. Yeah. We're in hell now. Yeah. We're in space hell. Right. That's the closest I think we've gotten to Ida. I wonder favorite. what he's actually yeah. trying to do here. Is he t- actually trying to off Luke? Is he just like, is this? Like, he just like he upping the test? Him. Yeah, no, he wants. Yeah, he wants to see what this dude's got. Yeah. Like, if he honestly thought that Luke was going to die here, I think he would probably reach out. Knocking out the, force about and the window him. is a pretty good he, way yeah. to try to kill somebody, though. Yeah. Like, like it's, it's a practice, man. He he's testing him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the more. Cr- 
creepy, slow, chugging uh, Empire theme. Yeah. Oh, wow. The kind of the Empire Rising kind of music. Yeah. You're so out of it. Yeah, I remember I like as a kid this being one. Like, He's just like, look, no, come on, just run away at this point. Yeah. yeah. It's okay to, like, toss in your prize. remember, like, yeah, I remember. I like how Vader has to hold on. He's like, yeah, oh, I yeah. think I, this is more fucked up than I even I thought yeah. it was going to be. He's like, yeah. think this through. Fuck. And then he just walks back out. Yeah, I remember as a kid being freaked out at the helplessness of it. Like he keeps yeah. he keeps trying yeah. and nothing is working. Yeah. And he gets like smacked by like a heavy machine right yeah. like, yeah. four times. The one that he doesn't even know where he's hitting and yeah. Yeah. he's drowning, yeah. essentially. Yeah. Man, I do wish Leia had more to do in this movie other than just kinda of tag along. That's the one she thing that sucks about this movie. I see ice and people, but Leia, like, she is just kinda No, Leia kicks everybody's ass. Like emotionally her performance. And everything is, but yeah. I wish everyone were just. She's like, there to put a boot in everyone's ass. Like, yeah. You better do right, goddammit. Yeah. yeah. I love this little microphone that he's got. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Again, the Star Wars funky tech. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't look like an iPhone or anything like that. Good job, idiot. How long have you been around? <laughs> R2. You don't know what those look like? You just got STD. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder, I wonder if, that if that was intentional. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, wait, here he comes. Here he comes. Ice cream guy. guy. Will Rowhood. Is that there he is. <laughs> he has a name? He has a name. I can't believe he has a name. Of course name. he does now. Yeah. Of course he does. Hammerhead Why has a name. There we go. Yeah. That's the right one. Yeah. <laughs> got it now, R2. Kneecapping people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All of them. Oh, Chewie's not even using his bowcaster. He's actually mm -hmm. just using a normal. Well, it's probably confiscated. Yeah, I didn't yeah. think or about that. Or maybe he's back Falcon. Right. That's a good point, too. Just a little bit. They thought they were coming into France. You stupid yeah, lump. Oh, this is one of my favorite 3PO lines coming up. <laughs> and the triumphant music yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They get the triumphant music that sits the. Archie's like, I'm out. I never doubted you for a second. Wonderful. <laughs> it is interesting how Lucas or uh, Williams will not necessarily just tie the theme to its use uh, on screen presence. Of its, yeah. I mean, it's the Han and Leia theme. But it's, it's the Han and Leia theme, but the, yeah, Han's not involved and yeah. Leia didn't yeah. really do anything. This well, could be, this the, could be the Leia theme, theme but it's the theme for this movie. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, it's it's similar to uh, how Ben Kenobi's theme became the Force theme because yeah. of the, its yeah. use in that binary sunset scene. Like, yeah. it wasn't supposed to go there. Yeah, other ultimate piece of music's terrible. Terrible. Not terrible. <laughs> it's not. Yeah. <laughs> nice, nice dumb how, joke. I love how the blasters have this this kick to them. Yeah, you know, just yeah. a little bit of kick. I mean that that sort of encapsulates in in, in, a, in a tiny little moment why Empire works the way it does. You got this music that isn't really supposed to fit in the scene that it's on, fitting perfectly, yeah. mm -hmm. during the middle of an escape that you still aren't sure is going to work the way it's supposed to, and you stop for three seconds to ram the droid's head into the underside of the ship. <laughs> it's beautiful. Like, that's not a, that's that's not a bad call. It's a no, it's great. Man, yeah. this is fun. And then we this cut back to this, this, and this is the other jump scare. Yes. Yeah. He says it's not scored, it's just, yeah. It's, just it's, this is Vader actually playing dirty. Yeah. And again, yes. you kind of wonder if he's... The wind is blowing. I know you're out there. Where yeah. are you? How does so you get no? Is Vader warning. holding his breath. Yeah. Right. Wow. Yeah. Jesus, the month. And now, now he's just like advancing. Yeah, now he's he really like, I'm just like, like you. Yeah. Like, wow. Two hands. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Coming at you. Here's another great sound effect coming up. The railing. I did yeah. love this moment where they don't effects. even touch sabers for a moment. They just kind of juke each other out like yeah. this. Yep. Uh, Bop. Oh, the dang. <laughs> oh, the. He's talking so much shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having it. No. This exchange right here. Tap. Wop. Man in suit. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Vader hasn't, doesn't get hit that often. No, he no? doesn't. He's not used to it anymore. 
Also, they throw away this hand getting cut off. It's one shot. They don't cut to a shot of it yep. tumbling down nope. a shaft. This movie's Boom, economy dunk. is sort of Boom, astounding. Hand. Yeah. Like you, yeah, you're still sort of processing the fact that he just lost his hand right now. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that like, that the hell out of me when I was The next kid. special edition after Force Awakens comes out, you're gonna it's just gonna cut to a scene of some kind of like cleaning guy at the bottom, like the hand is like landing in his laundry basket. And he's like, oh, I should find the. Well, actually, I don't think they'll they'll cut to it, but you actually did describe how they find the lightsaber Finn uses in the Force Awakens. Yeah. Really? I'm not kidding. We're not talking no, about that right now. Oh, not a spoiler. The leather crunch of the hand. Yeah, the grippy kind of like yeah. Good Hamill. So he always gets made fun of for his acting being big here, but it isn't wrong acting. Oh, no. Right, no, it's emotionally no. true. It's just made big. Fun of that are dicks, because yeah. that's like the news he just got. That's pretty. Well, big it's, it's sort of like once it's become. Once it becomes so owned by pop culture, like the context that it was originally made in, it's, gets, it, it, it yeah. loses a little bit of meaning. It's sort of like you know what's in the box. Yeah, yeah. It is you know, interesting though that would you, right. would you fuck me? I'd fuck me. Like that's supposed to be creepy, but like <laughs> I, you can't. No, you can't watch Sounds of the Lambs and not go. Well, this is kind of a comedy now. At this <laughs> yeah, point. Exactly, yeah. Just simply because of how how used and abused it's been by pop. Oh, culture. Oh, it is interesting how broad acting like that it seems fine in this, but yeah, in the prequels it's a little bit harder to. I don't know. Well, it's because they're being like. Broad acting here makes sense because there's obvious emotion that yeah. nobody well, is trying to tamp down. And things right. you could relate to. Whereas like, yeah, they're the supposed to be emotional creatures. Broad acting in the prequels don't necessarily work as well because the characters are supposed to be as buttoned They're already unhooked from me, yeah. yeah. That, that whole arm coming down from Vader as he watches Luke, is, I always feel yeah, it's, it's, it's a little bit of a letdown. Oh, a little yeah. bit of a Shit. shock. Yeah. I gotta talk to the Emperor about this. There's, there was always an interesting moment they didn't script or they didn't film that was scripted, I think, where Vader briefly brings him back up with the power of the Force mm. and goes like, you mean this? And he goes, yeah, and he just really? lets him go. Yeah, I, I guess know. there's no reason that's why in, That's in like the that, novelization but... and stuff. He brings huh. him back up Man, with wind for a this second. I always thought, assume this is either Luke's hand or Luke's lightsaber. No, it's, 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 it's just, just garbage. Lunch. I know it's just garbage, no, but as a kid, I was like, garbage. it's Luke's Lunchable. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's back Well, that's kind of yeah, Yoda. Is essentially down. breaks into his lunchables on Dagobah. <laughs> he does. <laughs> he's little, his little box of chocolates or candy. His rebel the his lunchables. Is, yeah. <laughs> it's always bothered me. I was like, oh man. Oh, yeah, this real. Again, what else can go? Oh, actually, so my, bad for you. Want, my my worry solo, was you feel like Luke Skywalker. My, yeah. my worry was that he was actually going to secure a hold and then just cut his other hand off when it closes. Oh, that was always my worry. I was like, oh, yeah. he's about to. No, 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 no. Just let go, man. That's just let go. Worse. You're not going to make that. You're not going to make that, buddy. Just let go. What do you do here, though? This is just, yeah. yeah top of the end of your yeah. fucking yeah. rope. This is like the fourth upside down Luke. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Man, this is one of my favorite bits of Williams music here. Just like this and the imagery and everything like that. And it is a great but I always drove me nuts that they didn't put this on. That this is a, one of the great pieces of music that was never on the soundtrack album. Yeah. Mm. Um, you had to wait until what in that '93 that anthology, anthology, which is still, set. by the way, the the best actual collection. Yes, yes. I agree. Man, like you're missing you're missing music on that four disc anthology anthology version. You are missing music, but the music oh, that man. is there it the sounds back. no better. Oh man, this is this right here is the heart and soul of Star Wars in terms of feeling for me right here. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. Jesus, this this right here, yeah. the, yeah. the people well, in the Empire music are... and the roar of the Falcon just yeah. like. Oh, here's the line. Bring my 
so pissed. Bring, yeah. bring my shuttle. Like you can feel that, just the speed at which he's walking. Like you never see his face. You know how hard it is to get a gargoyle mask to emote? Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, yeah, and that line you're like, oh, dude is not happy right now. Well, they understood correctly that all of his emotions conveyed through framing, lighting, you know, yeah. and, and context. Yeah. Yeah, it's bring my shuttle. Like, he is just stewing on it. Right oh, I never noticed it. It looks like it really kind of looked dumb. Little, you look dumb. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you really kind of look at it. If they ever actually do put this out on Blu-ray, that's going to be cool. There is some dodgy. couple in Cloud City that's getting the worst reception right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, but, yeah, yeah, are, are, so the picture on their TV is just like Luke. Like, <laughs> I know we weren't admitting that the special editions exist, but one of the things that always kills me is that shot of Vader going, get my shuttle, says it so, so eloquently and so little... You don't need that whole extra bit of him flying yeah. to the yeah. superstar destroyer. Right. That, that shot on the platform. It's so extraneous. Those Tie Fighters got there in a hurry. Yeah. 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 It was like you can't like, yeah. have a hard time telling well, where like it's that been a little while. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. They've been yeah. flying for a little bit and then came all the way back. And, yeah. There's probably yeah. like you know stormtrooper battalions yeah, there and some Tie Fighters yeah. in the docks. Yeah. 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 By the way, one also beautiful thing about that sequence is the matte painting guys and the effects guys have made it. The sun is setting during the course of that entire. Yeah. It's getting sequence. lower and yeah. lower. Yeah. It's beautiful. There's a uh, there's an eye for detail in this film that is so astounding. Yeah. And that you you needed Kurtz to give Kirshner all that extra time and put himself in the doghouse, basically get himself fired yeah, from Return of the Jedi. I can't imagine what the what the original budgeted scheduled version of this movie would be like because oh, the it's sun coming over the yeah. yeah 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 they're just throwing crap away at this point. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you need to look the rust on the inside of the the Falcon cockpit. Yeah. 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 All these little details. All these beautiful little oh, details. Third time. It's not gonna work. It's not gonna work. <laughs> I love this slow burn. Oh, this Daffy Duck like slow burn. Okay. God damn it. <laughs> Clay yeah. just sits back in the chair and is like, oh, God. I can't even. I can't even flash it. He's like, I'll fucking fix it. That's actually a pretty good lay of face palm right yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. Christ. Napoleon Dynamite over there. <laughs> I guess this is one of the special edition fixes that, like, in the like special edition, the shit's on the wrong side. Never happened. Never happened. What? I shouldn't have brought it up. Sorry. Yep. Look what you did, Mike. <laughs> we, we, we tried. <laughs> Something I never noticed before. Yeah. Let's put that way. But um, no, yeah, like that. That those cost overruns helped make this movie great. But it did sort of fuck Gary Kurtz over. Yeah. Uh, well, Gary Kurtz. I mean, when you're a producer of a film, your first responsibility is to make sure it, that it better not go over. On time and over. And it better it better not make the CEO of the company you work for have to go hat in hand back to the movie studio that yeah. he just fucked over with yeah. double fingers. So, like he he told Fox straight up, like eat this. These, dick. these cool like yeah. so, sorry real quick. These cool like little dissolve. Yeah. Yeah. It's not just yeah. snap cuts, yeah. but it's the yeah. actual. It's just dissolve. to show. Yeah. They're communicating. It's great. Yeah. yeah, that's a beautiful piece of much transition. better than the original edit where Vader was just in a thought balloon. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's badly chroma keyed. It looked like a Disney Channel thing. Me? It's it's it. Oh yeah, this <gasps> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this movie does embrace the way it uses wipes and dissolves. It almost feels like it's embracing early film history. Well, yeah. You know, I'm surprised there isn't an Irish shot somewhere in here. <laughs> 
I, I like that nod just, that Luke well, gave. Well, technically, at the end, I mean, they all end on an Irish I guess that's anyway. true. I like, the, I like the nod that Luke gives Lando, like he knows him. Yeah. Hey. It's guy, like, hey, what's up? I've buddy? never heard of you, and you put less. Okay. You? you saved me. Well, you appear to well be I think he's a little frazzled right now. Yeah. So. Yeah. Hey, what's up? Yeah. If you're not trying to kill me, I'm your friend. Yeah. Just yeah. how quiet he's here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that look. Oh. Ben doesn't answer. Yeah. We know Ben can talk yeah, to him ben, whenever he wants. Ben's like, well, fuck. Ben's tripping right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> ben the is Hulk. tripping. Yoda is tripping. The like, first Mitt. shot of Ben's ghost is like leaving the Falcon's cockpit, just like slowly closing the door, hoping like, no one yeah. hears him. Yeah. Floating away. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do like how it changes color, so you really know, like it reads yeah. as like, oh, fixed. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 Ah. And no one ever saw R2 again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. like, oh, I'm gonna man. get choked to death. <laughs> Vader's like, oh. actually, yeah, and you you can't argue. This is the first sign of him being like, oh, maybe, maybe He's I need to try not being such an asshole. Yeah, he's too distracted to kill, so something's going on. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> yeah. like, oh, what? What? Oh, my second favorite character oh. in this movie. This Imperial officer is like. Well, yeah. Did he just fart? <laughs> <laughs> Captain. And yeah. here's prob- yeah. if if asteroid field is his best cue, this is probably his second this best. Yeah. Also, this as is- evidenced by the fact it gets used in every trailer. This yeah. uh, there's two shots coming up that they had to add actually after the movie's premiere because mm-hmm. uh, uh, people were confused as exactly where the Falcon was in relation to everybody else. Yeah. Uh, so like yeah, the special effects guys were going crazy. Like this shot and there's the one that pans over to the. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are late ads. So those yeah, were added ads. after release. Yeah, I did not know that. So t- when people talk about like, well, if you want the original theatrical version of Empire Strikes Back, do you want the one without this shot? Like, yeah. So this is interesting. Know, they had to bring back guys that were heading out on vacation to come back and do this too. Always bothers me a little that Lando has, in addition to now yeah. having a shit, rated his yeah. wardrobe. Yeah, rated yeah. Han's wardrobe. Well, if you I think know about it. Lando left Cloud City with nothing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he should be wearing Chewie's mandolier. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> Tufts of Chewie's fur taped to him. <laughs> <laughs> it's all his clothes you can wear. It's sort of creepy. I always thought this was cool. Also, yeah, uh, this test right that. here was specifically requested by Kirshner because he was afraid people would be creeped out if... Uh, yeah. When, when he was... when if, if you don't know that uh, Luke is feeling in his hands, it's a little creepy that, you know, he has yeah. this dummy mm. hand and he puts on Leia's shoulders. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Quiet little rendition of the Force theme yeah. into a swelling version of... Yeah. Han Solo and the Princess. When I listen to, sometimes the soundtrack will just come on when I'm in the car, and yeah. like this, if yeah. it comes on in the car, I will like almost start crying. Oh, okay. This is just like Star Wars. Oh, it is. It to is. Me. I love the yeah. throw, I love the throwback to their outfits when they're watching the Falcon go away. It's very reminiscent of New Hope. She's yeah, wearing exactly. her yeah. 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 variations. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, it, I, I would also like to have seen the air clearing conversation that Chewbacca and Lando had before they agreed to go fly a <laughs> ship together yeah. somewhere. <laughs> Yeah. Chewbacca just sort of growled like, I ain't apologizing for shit. Yeah. <laughs> you better not ruin those clothes. So good. And Star Wars is awesome. Again, the new movies could be terrible, but we'll always have this. Fucking A. Directed by Irvin Kirshner. Guys, guys, did you like my picture? I made a good picture, didn't I? Watch Robocop 2. <laughs> Man, that's really, he did this, and I think he did Robocop 2. No, his next movie it. after this was Never Say Never Again. 
It was the Bond sequel. Oh, the Bond sequel. Right. Yeah. So he right. was bad and bad and not good. Yeah, he felt Is that bad. the one with like laser video game fight? Yeah. yeah. You know, it's funny because both. I actually think both Never Say Never Again and like RoboCop Two have good ideas in them, but yeah. they're just they just don't close the deal. Well, it's because he doesn't have a Gary Kurtz. Yeah. Essentially, yeah. he doesn't have a Gary Kurtz yeah, yeah, like, giving him the, the time he needs to do what he needs to do. Also, I mean, they gave him a pretty good structure to build off of. I mean, yeah, yeah like a script by Larry Kasdan, which is already kind of mm -hmm. snappy as it is, and so he could just just taking what was already kind of great to begin with and filling it with extra like little odds and ends. I mean, yeah. yeah. Paul Hirsch returned to edit this from Star Wars. Yeah, this is the best end credits. Of course, march yeah. of all the films. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I kind of like it uh, across the stars. I do too. But yeah, this is this one is. But just, in terms of like, yeah, yeah well, yeah, anything with is, the Imperial March, everyone's this, gonna be yeah, like. Yeah, this single cue in and of itself is so much Star. Like, like I, I said earlier that this is basically when a lot of people think of Star Wars, they don't really think of the first movie anymore. They think of this. Well, this right. is kinda, they think of Vader. Yeah. They think of this Leia. They think of this Han. Yep. And they think of this music. Like for a lot of people, Star Wars isn't even da 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 da. da. It's right. fucking Vader's theme. Well, this yeah. mu this you movie know? codified every. I mean, this really kind of nailed down like the Star Wars formula. In terms well, of when we were in Japan, yeah, and yeah. we were in that cafe, oh, yeah. there were two girls. We went to like go get breakfast or something in Harajuku when we were just in Japan, and there were two girls like behind the counter. And as we were eating our breakfast, we just heard them start like singing the Imperial My other big memory, actually, from seeing this at the West Gate when I was ten, is I will never forget. Because I had bought, I had gotten the Star Wars soundtrack as a present for my eighth birthday, and I had gotten into that music. And the second album I ever bought with my allowance was Superman the Movie. Mm -hmm. And then I remember going and seeing this, and I was sitting there watching. I was like, I'm, I have to get this album. This march is so awesome. I was yeah. like, so blown away. It's funny to see it. people get disappointed when they uh, go back and watch the first Star Wars and not realize that the Imperial March isn't in there. They think yeah. it's mm -hmm. something's off because they expect it's. A how does it go? The it's just like a brief, like. It's just like the Death Star has a theme, yeah, but there's yeah, not. Yeah. Like, that's, yeah, yeah, that's about it. That's yeah. their theme. But it's not like a big. It's not the big, you know, like Nazi march. Although uh, I will never forgive my wife for pointing out to me. No, I love my wife, but I will. But she did point out to me once that uh, that the that Darth Vader's so theme. People, yeah. Darth Vader's theme is spoonful of sugar. Spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. Helps the medicine go down, and it just yeah. It's uh, that's, that's a bit fun. of our. That's a, once you hear that, you really can't unhear it, and you're all welcome. Yeah. By the way. Oh God, Nyla Rodas Romero fucked everything up by designing bad costumes for uh, Return of the Jedi. Who's, who's that Judge Johnston guy? Who is that? Joe Johnston. Joe Johnston. No, I'm fucking with you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Bill, you were. I think you and I are very similar. That we both had that Industrial Light and Magic Art of Special Effects book, Which and Jimmy so was just talking yeah, about. Yeah, we all got a little obsessed with like the the rock stars of ILM, like yeah. Nyla Rodas Romero and all those guys. Yeah. They're yeah, like Joe Johnston uh, designed Johnson. the Millennium Falcon, directed the Rocketeer, and directed the the Captain America movies. Did he yeah. also design the Boba Fett? Yes. Yeah, okay. exactly. Yeah. In Help fact, actually, Fett. they've made a ton of money off of selling Joe Johnston concept of Boba Fett white figures because yep. the original because Boba Fett was originally as design was supposed to be like a super stormtrooper. Well, I believe McQuarrie but, had a little bit of something. A little he did. bit. Yeah, 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 he was riffing off some McQuarrie designs, mm -hmm. but yeah. There is a great video though, uh, old, old test video of, of 
I think it's Ben Burt or Ben Burt showing off and explaining this. It's either Ben Burt or Joe Johnson showing is it showing off the suit and explaining what everything does. The entire orchestra just dropping on your head over and over again. I like to imagine when Williams got to the end of this bit, he just took his baton and he just dropped it and walked off, walked out of the scoring hall. This is a career defining score for the guy. That bit at the end there, it's like literally he's lifting the entire orchestra up with the force and then just dropping them. Bang! Bang! Just keeps doing it and it never not hurts. That's how. Yeah, that's exactly how it feels. Thank you guys for listening. Holds up. Yeah. Yep. We keep on talking. It's Forever. Okay. Now we're just going right into Jedi. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, it's not. No. We'll see you guys later. Bye. 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 So I ran into Ben Kenobi and Luke Skywalker, I had myself a pretty good little operation. They wanted a ride to Alderaan, and they're willing to pay enough so I didn't have to ask any questions. Now I'm in the middle of a rebellion. I'm spending half my time dodging Imperial ships and the other half avoiding her holiness. Not only that, but Jabba the Hutt's got a price on my head and he's put Boba Fett on my trail. Something tells me it's not going to get any better when the Empire Strikes Back. The Empire Strikes Back comes to a theater near you on May the 21st, 1980. Call next month for new message.